bonus dog chat then i cut that out don't worry fair enough um anyway news we start off with nintendo news as usual <laughs> as usual uh right the switch is now outsold the wii u like forever yeah. now is that it because we've been over the last couple of months yeah. there have been switches outsold this under these conditions and then under these conditions and now it seems to be like yeah it's just forget the wii u existed can we please just forget the wii u now switch everybody hey yep uh it's outsold it globally total lifetime units been only 10 months so yay that's nice Part of me Nintendo have officially making Scrooge McDuck paper out of this. Yes, they are. It is getting ridiculous. Yeah, and they'll have some new amiibo to go with it soon. I'm surprised there isn't a Switch amiibo yet. I was thinking that of Switch, yeah, a Nintendo console series of amiibo with you know very limited numbers. Well, they'll all be fucking limited numbers as a Nintendo, but especially limited numbers of Virtual Boy and Wii U. Yeah. Amiibo. <laughs> There's a Rob the Robot Amiibo, I believe. You are correct, there is. So why yeah. the fuck not? <laughs> I would love to see how much money they make off those little things. Um, so much money. I bet it is disturbing. Mm-hmm. Oh, if they had an earnings call. Aha. Uh-huh. Right, hang on. Cause that yeah, most impl- re- yeah, most profitable quarter since 2009. Right, hang on. Yeah. If this is a proper earnings report, then I think amiibo should be in it i realized we were here to talk about the switch but uh let's see they've only really talked about the same thing yeah they've only really talked about you know games and the switch they haven't gone into from just from this article they haven't gone into the specifics there's a uh mario odyssey's best-selling game on the switch so it's overtaken zelda then which is impressive and surprising i i'm surprised by that um i mean at one point zelda was it had a better than one to one attachment ratio, which is obscene. Yeah, because of the Wii U. Um, yeah, and and well, no, some people had bought it twice. Uh, yeah, they, yeah they, one, to, they, one to lick, one to play. They broke down uh, the 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 figures into Wii U and and Switch sales, and they'd sold more Switch copies than Switches. Because mm. um, some people will buy like the the collector's edition and just leave it sealed. Yeah, we, we, we've, we've seen the videos of those people. Yeah, and then they'll get a copy of the game to play. So that that's it. Uh, I think even on, on limited run games, when you buy from them, it's like you can buy two because we know you want to keep one in a bag and vacuum seal it, whatever. Hmm. Um, Suspended in a magnetic field so that nothing may ever touch it. Yeah. I need something pristine for my blood altar. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you have a blood altar? I've yeah, been working on. One, a, you know, I've been, yeah, I've been working on a throne of skulls. We should team oh, up. Oh, cool! All right. Yep. <laughs> so blood, I found <laughs> blood for the blood god. <laughs> I think I found some figures. Okay, consolidated sales information, dedicated video game platform of which Nintendo 3DS platform total 170 million yen. Switch platform 594 million yen. Of the others, 61 million yen. So I'm assuming that's going to be like SNES Classic Mini, etc. Smart devices, IP related income, etc. 29 million yen. Playing cards, etc. 1 million yen. Well, that's what Nintendo originally did, wasn't it? So I suppose they still have a a subdivision that makes that stuff. They may be. Are they still doing the uh, Amiibo cards? That they started doing 
you know, the little I believe NFC cards. So. I, I if believe that so. might be that, that might be what they're sort of filing under trading cards. Because I can't, in my mind, I can't remember any recent launches of a Nintendo Panini set. Oh, hang on. Start to where is Jesus? That, that would make oh, fucking millions. Right. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. It, the Amiibo is included in the uh, the others. So right. in total, 61 million yen. I don't know what that is in. It's, yeah, funny money. Whatever it is, it's fat stacks drop JPEG because that's ridiculous. It's, it's a lot of money, essentially. Yeah. It's fuck you, we can make it prickles it's more out of money. money. It's more money than us three put together will ever earn over our lives. Um, it's not. 61 million yen is £393,000, which, while I admit I would be happy to find that in my wallet tomorrow, is it's not. I wouldn't. God, it would be a mess. Well, yeah, it would just that's, you need to. But how many wallet, new wallets but, you could buy? Loads, yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not that. That's not like a oh my god, look at the license to print money they've got there, kind of thing. Mm. Oh, hang on, hang on. That was nine months end of December thirty first, twenty seventeen. Nine months right. end of December twenty. Oh, that right. That's in comparison. All right. So right. Oh, they're well up then because last year. But it's right. So the end of 2016, they'd made 29 million yen on Amiibo and etc. And at the end of 2017, same period, they'd made 61 million. So they've in fact more than doubled their income on that shit over the last year. Switch sales, of course, is not registering on that. And then yeah. 3DS down, but only a little bit. No, no, sorry. Yeah, I'm reading it. It's it's backwards in the way it's presented um the the it's that's how we do things yeah newest figures are on top and then it goes down um yeah so last uh, 2016 end of 2016 3ds was 250 million yen end of 2017 it's only 170 million yen which is yeah it's a drop but it's not like the bottom falling out of it is it it's uh yeah it's still okay I'd take it, yeah. Yeah. So, but the bottom line is what brought us here in the first place. They've sold a shit ton of Wii's. Of Switches, sorry. And they expect to sell a shit ton more. Yep. And God, they're doing all right with the game. Splatoon 2 sold nearly 5 million copies. Uh, <laughs> Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold 7.3 million copies. And that's a re-release of a Wii U title. Yeah, because no one had played it before. I think that's really the upshot. I mean, of that it. is that is kind of crazy numbers, considering that I saw today that uh, Resident Evil Seven had yeah. sold five million copies, and yeah. they were a bit like, oh, "Well, we wanted to say it would sell ten million, but so a re-release of an old Wii U game has sold more copies than Resident Evil Seven has." Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my fucking Christ! The cult is real. It really is. But do you know what? Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is fucking awesome. I have got well over 100 hours logged on that game. Because it's just so good. Um, If you've got a Switch, you should get Mario Kart. It's just, that's a no-brainer. Just get that one with it. Um, See, I think this is where other consoles have dropped off. There are no sort of, oh, I'm getting a PS4. What are the must-have games? And there's a lot, you you can sit and debate that all night. But if you're talking about the Switch, you must get Mario Kart. You must get Mario Odyssey. You must get Breath of the Wild. Uh, after that, you can start talking. But yeah, but I mean, it is is, when you put it that it is incredible that that I mean, it it sort of the the numbers prove it out that the the Switch has has released has been released 
sort of by accident or design with a basically exquisite console, you know, console exclusive re- uh, releases. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of incredible that mm-hmm. it just hit on all three, essentially. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I certainly did not see it coming. I was a skeptic. I, I'm surprised they've only sold this many at this point. To be honest, I, I feel like it's snowballing. And I'm I'm kind of at the point where I, I'm surprised not everybody I know just has one now. Um, which, of course, is a ludicrous thing anyway. I, I do understand that. But it does kind of feel like that. Like, I, I'm still the only person I know that has one, really. Well, maybe if you paid us. Yeah, I was going to say if, that, if that someone is, wants to give us like that is that is quite three hundred and fifty quid each to to have <clears throat> uh, a switch and these you know the games then yeah okay I'm working <laughs> on it and, and for everyone else uh, simply syndicated dot com slash everything um, yeah that's the plan we don't see a penny of that but you know I consider it a tax because if you were paying me I would feel slightly guilty about calling you a bitch there you go I'd still do it but, but you, there'd be some guilt, guilt there yeah. Uh, anyway, further on in Nintendo news, press the wrong button, switch the recordings off. It's right. Okay. Right. <laughs> wrong keyboard shortcut. In other Nintendo news, they're shutting down Mitomo, and we're all sad a little bit. Not at all. It was awful. Was it Mitomo? Never. <laughs> right. Okay. So we, we, I, I definitely said for years on take it or leave it. Nintendo, just put all your games on, on smartphones. You'll make a billion dollars and i'll buy them all and that turned out to be bullshit but what they actually did was they came up with this game called Tomo. well where you built a little me thing the mii yep. nintendo me mm-hmm. thing and then it, you answered questions like what's your favorite kind of pizza topping or do you like fish and things like that. Not on pizza, Jesus. Not on pizza. Just say what like to look at Just, or to eat. Those or were two unrelated questions. Well, I had on Jovi's on pizza once, never again. And, never and again. you would sort of add friends and ask them questions like that and see what they... And that was it. It, it was... You, you do it and it's cute for 30 seconds and then you uninstall it and never think about it again. And they're, they're shutting it down. Uh, probably because it's a total rubbish waste of time. And proof that Nintendo can make pointless shit. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, as much as I will praise them, that they, they can do stuff like this as well. Uh, so, yeah, it's I'm not surprised at this. And the fact that it's been out a couple of years and you can both say, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. that that's well, why they're shutting it down. Well, if we wanted to, we could log in now and get 2,000 coins and five game tickets every day until you, the app shuts down. You won't want to. Trust me on that one. Yeah. They they do have some other interesting smartphone offerings. I hear people like the Mario game and there's a... What else? Is, there's a farm... Um, not Farmville. Pokemon Go. And yeah, no. Uh, uh, yes, the latest one that we reached was uh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, that was it. I was going to say Animal Farm for a bit. Uh, that's a bit deep for a Nintendo game. Yeah, Animal it's Crossing. basically the plot of that. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a Fire Emblem game as well. I've oh, looked at none of them because I have no interest in playing games on my phone. Hmm. Um, and they're, they're experimenting with different sort of payment methods and stuff like that. And some of it seems quite popular. I don't know. But I don't know. I, I've got a 3DS and a Switch. I, the, the iPhone has nothing for me in gaming. Yeah, no, it seems Nintendo's most 
you know, popular, most successful uh, mobile gaming venture so far is the one where they had basically fuck all to do with it, which was Pokemon Go. Yeah, basically. It was, it, which is, you know, a licensed game. The, the developers had a pre-existing game with all those features in there. And Nintendo just said, here's the license, slap it on. Yep. Uh, you know, they literally just threw in, they literally just copy pasted the character models from the 3DS games and away they went. I uh, had a go with it. Um, I played it for the first couple of months, you know, the same as everyone. Yeah. But then, you know, my will to move subsided. My, mine s- sounds like a sadder story than it is. Because my, my story with Pokemon Go is I would play it when I walked Barkley on the moor and then Barkley got poorly and died and I never played Pokemon Go again. And that sounds really tragic. But the truth is that it was gonna, I was not going to be playing the game for much longer, really. Yeah, this is, that no, was, um, that was, this is correlation, not causation. Yeah, yeah that, but I that's think all, all, all mobile games seem to to um, to suffer from this. Like they, they burn incredibly bright, but for incredibly short amounts of time. Like these games on mobiles that are incredibly popular for like minutes, but like Flappy Bird and Temple Run and... Um, all yeah. those sort of things that are like get incredibly popular and everyone plays them for like a week and then that's it. Mm. I mean, and Pokemon Go lasted slightly longer than that, but still, I mean, considering how enormous it was, no bastards playing it now. So, mm. um, yeah, it, I just I, think I was, that no just one seems to have found a way to make, to get mobile games and longevity into the same bracket. I was just thinking, you know, how awful it would be if, if a, if a developer or you know a, a manufacturer decided the only way you could uninstall a game was to kill a dog, oh, that's just <laughs> your mind. You want... Sometimes your mind. Yeah, I'm a dog guy. Uh, you know, but you know, oh, you you want to yeah, you, you want to install you want right. to uninstall Clash of Clans? Okay, serious Take question. Take a look though. at Snuffles. Click. <laughs> when did either of you two install and play? A mobile game last because 2010 i think <laughs> i can't oh, no, something stupid like that. it's probably like plants versus zombies like the second one and that was it i think that was like the last one i, yeah, I played on, on mobile probably pokemon go I, I what happens is every so often i'll go through like the play store and i'll download a bunch of you know games and install them and then they will never be opened and then they eventually get on. I've I've installed a lot more games than I've ever played. Me too. So I and yeah, I, definitely, I don't think I actually have any on my phone at the moment. I I don't. I might have a solitaire game on there. I in fact I do. I have solitaire. That's it. Uh, because you never know. But yeah, no, I got nothing. Just just had a quick through look through nothing. And in fact, I can't remember the last app of any type that I, I, I sought out and downloaded. Be, beyond I, uh, beyond <laughs> sort of things like, you know, I got a printer and the printer has an app, so I got that. You know, that that kind of thing. There's certainly not been any... I, I don't browse the app store anymore. I don't look at... Yeah, do you know stuff. what? Because like, if I've got... If I'm sitting at the bus stop, I'm like, you know, I'm looking reading the news or looking at, you know, Facebook or, you know, I'm clicking on random articles on wikipedia because i'm sad and you know you might find out something interesting while you're waiting for the bus or something like that i think the last app i downloaded was literally the bus timetable app for the local area <laughs> i live in here yeah stuff like that now apps yeah. I, I, I feel like the bottom must have dropped out of it a lot um but i haven't really seen any sales figures of stuff 
I think Apple would and, and Google, in fact, would love to tell you that they are sending billions of dollars to developers, and that's really what matters. Um, yeah. Yeah, but how many of those are like from those? Cli- have you seen like the pictures of like those click farms in China and all those sort of things? Just rows and rows and rows of phones. I have, and, and I, yeah, it's all horrible stuff. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think the the world of mobile apps got very dirty and nasty very fast. Mm. And sure. uh, the, it, in terms of adding functionality to my phone, I've got all the apps that do that now. And so I, I don't know. Um, anyway, I'm still looking for Malcolm Tucker's app, the one that lets you throw grenades into people's dreams. <laughs> So, in other news, they're closing... Well, hang on. We knew they were closing the Wii Shop channel. I didn't. Did I, you not? I, no, I didn't. I, I didn't care. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, I didn't care until I realized I had points on it. Still. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> I cared, I've I have cared immensely about this since it was announced. And I'll, I'll tell you why. This is the first uh, time a console store has been closed down and this is the first time where people have bought games that they own that if they haven't downloaded by a deadline which i believe is january 30th 2019 then they will lose those things that they have bought you're right this is this is sort of the uh, when steam launched this was the doomsday scenario everyone was talking about yeah every online store has avoided thus far yeah except this one and what this tells me is that this will happen again then yeah and while steam you know back in the day they did say well if we ever were going out of business we have the ability to send sort of a permanent unlock code to everyone so their games will continue to function once the store goes offline this is nintendo i don't know if that's gonna happen they aren't gonna do that i can i can tell you also i presume i presume the store is going away you won't be able to download in some them. other form or something, is it? I mean, not on or the is Wii. it just not on the Wii? But I mean, will you be able to still access? Is it all one account? You can well, just go no, in. No, get, that, that, and that that is something that Nintendo have been criticised heavily for for well over a decade now. I think um, we were talking about it like last year. I, it was the first I heard of it. I was fucking amazed they got away with this. That every single device has its own separate account. Yeah, yeah, that does suck balls because that is absurd. Yeah, and it's only with the introduction of the Switch that they've started um, linking Unifying. games to an account rather Nothing than a, a, rather than a, a device. Um, and and so yeah, I find this terrifying. Yeah. Um, not so much from the point of view even of right. So f- first of all, shit like this is why I don't buy digital games wherever mm. possible. I will always get a physical copy. Um, unless there's absolutely no choice uh because i don't want those games to go away one day i want them there on the shelf to pick up in 30 years because i bought them and i do get that urge to play that game i played 30 years ago yes i can say that now um so i want to do that it also terrifies me for updates because yeah. how long are these copies I've got of stuff going to be playable for? Uh, and this especially rings true with a lot more with PlayStation and Xbox games going forward. Yep, you know? day one updates, which are cri- uh, critical. Day one updates, which contain the majority of the fucking game, which we're seeing more and more of. Yeah, absolutely. So with the bigger consoles, is there even any point in buying a physical In a copy? way, no. Because even with the PC, you know, 
on PC, there's no point because pretty much every, even if you buy a physical copy of the game, you still need to uh, activate it on Steam, and you will odds are you will also need to download it from Steam. Yeah. Even so, if you have a boxed edition. Yeah, so I find all this stuff absolutely terrifying. Mm. I, I don't want this stuff to go away. So, you know, this is 12 years for the Wii U. Uh, sorry, for the Wii shop. So when can we expect the Xbox 360 stuff to go offline forever? Mm, true. You know, it, it's... I, I get that they'll turn off game servers. I understand why I can't play NHL 2003 on the PS2 online anymore. I, I get that, but you know when? Why are they going to turn off all the stores? When do updates stop? Can they turn off the stores but not the updates? Who, who yeah. knows? Yeah. Because. <clears throat> yeah, this the story is uh, that they're going to be the last time you'll be able to buy points. Wii points is March twenty sixth of this year, so that's ahead of the the shutdown. So they're hoping that everyone will sort of within the next, you know nine ten months spend all their monies because again if yeah. you have points sitting in that Wii uh shop account it won't transfer over to your Wii U account or your Wii or, or your switch account or your 3ds account now one thing i'm <sighs> i'm hoping is unique in this situation is that this involves points and all the pretty other- much all the other stores have moved to money. Yes. <laughs> mm. uh, and so what I'm hoping is is that really they're only stuck. The 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 further existence of the Wii Store is is only really a problem because you have to deal with points with your own shitty currency system that you made up, and that involves selling cards in in shops and other things like that. With the mm. Wii U Store and the 3DS Store, it's just dealing with money. Right. You need to do nothing further with that forever. So maybe they're going to be a lot easier to keep going. But who knows? I mean, what year can I expect the 3DS store to go off? I, I don't know. But I know it's been 12 years since the launch of the Wii. And that's mm. going. So is is that a good sort of time frame? We it's don't. also vaguely depressing. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Time sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm just terrified by this stuff. Well, this is why I don't like the idea of all this, the, the, the streaming music thing of, mm. you know, you don't own it. You just stream stuff from a thing, you know, from Spotify, whatever. I want to own my music. I want to go and get my music when I'm not on the internet. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that's why the sort of the same thing of our, you know me and my dad and possibly the only two people on planet Earth still buy CDs. No, I do that as well. A, I, really? I, yeah. Okay. If, they, if there's something I absolutely want and I know I'm going to play it to death for the rest of my life, I'll get the CD. Yeah, fair enough. And and rip it. I do have an Apple Music subscription, and that is where I listen to all of my music. But I also have a vast CD collection of of important stuff. Well. <laughs> important to me it's all subjective isn't it i'm I'm very sure there'd be many people upset with my entire billy joel discography but yeah i have to have that and so that's there i I did run into the i did run into the thing of that the the piece of the the death metal cd i wanted was so incredibly niche it wasn't actually available available digitally i had to buy a physical copy of it that was (laughs) that was (laughs) eye-opening and don't do that for a while yeah my rolling stones collection doesn't have the same sort of exclusivity that that shit's everywhere uh luckily enough um do you know what the the difference is though with the games 
is that they are so specific to a platform. Not even mm-hmm. Steam games have to worry about this. You can play your Steam games on every PC you've got going forward for the rest of your life, in theory. Depending, in, yeah, in theory. Depending on what um, Microsoft do even, with Windows. And even then, you know, you can load up... You know, there's always going to be emulators for older systems. You know, you can get DOS boxes or feeling that if you can't run it a DOS box, you can install DOS on a PC. Exactly. And just run the damn thing, yeah. which a lot of people do. So, yeah, there is a benefit to my side of things. And also because the games are, you know, PC, they're far easier to pirate, which means uh, you never really have to worry about them permanently going away. Absolutely. But whereas with consoles... Yeah, that stuff is is specific not not only to your account going forward, but that box, that machine. Wii games run on the Wii. That's it. Mm. Um, it's all it, you just have a number of silos that you get in. Um, and I I just worry about the future. Worry about it going forward. Really, I feel the sudden need to electrically harden my room. Yeah, in tinfoil or something. Exactly, because your games are going to go away. Makes you want to stop using your stop using your PS4 like a coaster. Yeah, yeah. I feel like people might come and take me somewhere if I coat the room in tinfoil, though. Yeah, don't actually do it. Don't actually do that. No. I think they'll be more worried about the blood shrine. Yeah, but you know, everyone's going to have a blood shrine soon. Don't worry about it; it's coming. Yeah, it's true. I'm going to get ahead of the curve. We're making space in the living room for one. Yeah. And finally, Nintendo use. News use, okay. Use. In Nintendo use. news, um, yes. a doc came out and it's shitty and people are pissed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, right. So th- this it's, is it's a, it's a sort of give and take thing with it's a kickstarted uh, because people generally since the Switch launched haven't been overly happy with the Nintendo's dock solution. The dock That's- solution is somewhat questionable. At best, it is just about serviceable. Uh, at worst, it can damage systems. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, in extreme cases. But that's more down to the fucking plastic screen than the. Dock uh, yeah, design. my 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 stance on the dock damaging consoles is it's more down to user roughness and lack of mm-hmm. care than anything else. But that's not to say it never happened to anyone. But as you would attest to, there are some rough users out there. there, uh, are, there are so, so, yeah, this was a, an 85 uh, grand uh, Kickstarter campaign, which did successfully launch. But, um, yeah, the product that people are receiving is not uh, its its not up to the standards of the prototypes that were shown. It's so, a shitty yeah. thing with nasty cheap plastic and apparently yeah. some of the ports don't even line up with the plastic case it's in and you know bad but looking reports. At it, I wouldn't trust it either I wouldn't have you know it's if I was going for a new, a new Nintendo dock I my the thing that I would be looking to buy would be sort of secure and oh, you know God, sturdy yeah. whereas this thing you know even as it was designed to be is a a very small thing, which looks like it's designed to have, you know, to hold a, a smartphone at best. So, yeah, this, yeah. it's, it's, it's I, an ugly little thing. I mean, the, the the official Switch dock is a great big lump of plastic, and you mm-hmm. are very aware that a great bit, a, a big chunk of that plastic is doing nothing. Um, 
It's hollow as well. Yeah, it's a big hollow chunk of plastic with a really small yeah. uh, USB-C to HDMI adapter in it. That's basically all it is. Near enough. Uh, Near yeah. enough. There's some USB ports on there. Yeah. Um, yeah that sort of thing and it, it, it what everybody found out when they started trying to make third-party docks is that it is not a straightforward USB-C HDMI mm. thing that's going on there's some other weird stuff and it, it's, taken some, shit in there, yeah. it's taken some reverse engineering to get it to work at all which is why we're still not really seeing any third-party docks to speak of that are all that reliable uh, but this is this is definitely one of the shittier ones and in my opinion, just points to the problems and risks of buying shit off Indiegogo and Kickstarter. Yep. This is going to happen, isn't it? Uh, at least you got something. Yeah, that is the one benefit of this. They got a they got a thing. May not work, but they got a thing. <laughs> they, you know, at, at best, this is one of the Kickstarters where someone didn't just take the money and run. <laughs> which is, is happened so much. I, I've considered so much. it. I really have. Like, I need a million pounds to make this this unicorn-making machine. And people will give you the money. And you just go, oh, yeah, I can't make it in the end. Bye. Turns out it's really hard. (laughs) I think the new scam is, um, I don't know if you've seen this thing out of America, this thing about raw water. No. I have seen this. Yeah, yeah, so essentially this thing that the water that comes out of your tap is all processed and full of birth control drugs and you know, antibiotics and stuff that don't get filtered out. So they would like you to buy, you know, raw water our, from like a natural spring, our which, Americans you know, things have been shitting. Yeah, they're bottling yeah, pond water. Raw sewage, but, essentially, yeah. and selling it to people. Um, people are currently buying raw water, two gallons, uh, about $35 a go. That's fucking genius. Yeah. To basically then shit through with an either needle. You would lose loads of weight that way, so. Um, wow. Dysentery is a great, great diet tip. Do you know what what stops me with shit like this is it is a question on the psychopathy test. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Do you you believe that the stupid should be taken advantage? They are there to be taken advantage of by the clever. Someone's gonna. And (laughs) And I'm always like, oh, I know they're not, but I don't know that I think that, but I should say that they're not, but fuck how dumb are they <laughs> it's one of... oh dear yeah I'm, yeah I'm not entirely a balanced person but we know that <laughs> um don't worry i'm not selling I raw think, water to yeah, anybody the, but the idea of the between the three of us i think we tip the seesaw in the wrong direction i don't know yeah, i also, think between I, the I would, three I will of point us out, I, <laughs> I live mere feet from the sea so i have an unlimited supply <laughs> of disgusting water I could be selling people for ridiculous amounts of money and I don't do it and you should all be grateful. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Lovely. I could say it's sand filled and everything (laughs) but I don't. (laughs) It is. It is though. It's true. It's salty water. Mm. Mmm. Electrolytes. Yeah. So the moral of this story is don't buy shit switch ducks off Indiegogo. Um, if you have any regard for your warranty, do yeah, not do this. Yeah. I, I, it's I, I know Nintendo are not helping this situation. When no. they, when they looked surprised, like, oh, you might want more than one dock. Yeah, Nintendo, we own more than one TV. It might be nice to have the option. Okay, well, 
$80. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, fucking what? $80 for a Switch dock. So no, that is ridiculous. It, it's really taking the piss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you really just want a little one, a mini one. Because all you, you know, maybe sometimes you just want to go over to a mate's house and you don't want that big block of plastic, which is fine in front of my TV, but I don't want to carry it around. It would be nice if there was something about the size of a deck of cards that I could just put in my bag and plug HDMI cables into whatever and get the switch on a TV, but it it doesn't exist yet. So don't buy one of these. If you're prepared to wait a little while, you know, like Poundland now is like a source of unexpectedly good cables. Yes, they will <laughs> be in Poundland. You're right. They'll be in Poundland really soon. Along with some exclusive Funko Pops and uh, other yeah. things from Loot Crate. We don't say the F word on this show. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so don't don't get these really. I, I get it, though. I would I would like one. But, oh yeah, yeah, I got the thing, but I would rather, yeah. you know, I would rather buy it from a place that had made some rather than pay for someone to make well, some. I mean, if maybe gonna, if you're going to spaff nearly a third of what you paid for a switch in the first place, just buy a fucking official one or something. That, that's the other thing. I mean, and and when you look at uh, some of the hardware partners that Nintendo do have, I mean, there's Hori that have been around for decades mm-hmm. and and have a great reputation. Um, and they don't have a Switch dock. And they clearly work very closely with Nintendo. They they had stuff out on day one of Switch yeah. release. Uh, they were given prototypes and sh- boxes and stuff like that way ahead of time. Uh, who who Osley as well, who, who makes some great stuff. And they don't have Switch docks. And you just kind of think, well, if, if it could just be done, these guys would have one. And they don't. And and you take that into account when suddenly some guy on Indiegogo says, I've got one. I Well, why have you got one? And the big name partners of Nintendo haven't got anything like it. It's it's just off a bit there. Mm. Bit of buying advice there, everybody. See, I'm good for all sorts of stuff. Now the section of the show called Miserly Sods. Yes. Uh, microtransactions are returning to Battlefront 2 in the coming weeks. As to be fair, they always said they would. Yes. Yeah, but do you know, like, when you can't even (laughs) find the energy to be angry anymore, it just makes you tired. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about this. Yeah. At this point, certainly anyone we're speaking to, if you've bought this game, good fucking luck to you. Have we not (laughs) fucking warned you? So I don't care anymore. Just, yeah. um, Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, they came out and said that it sold 9 million in its first quarter, uh, which is more than many people thought. Uh, and they're expecting to reach 12 million sort of uh, in the first year. I, I'm pissed off it's that high. Yeah, me too. I, I'm pissed too. off that they still, while that might be a few million less than they'd hoped to sell, how is how have they sold more of that than Super Mario Kart? Eight, which is a fucking awesome game compared mm-hmm. to this shit. Yeah. Um, multi-format. Well, yeah, I think that's There we it. go. It just, it just occurred. Yeah, multi-format is yeah. probably how they did it. But uh, yeah, like if if Mario Kart were available on fucking Steam, could you imagine <laughs> the oh, numbers? God. Oh, God. it would be ludicrous, wouldn't it? It would be obscene. <laughs> but yeah. But uh, yeah, so... 
If I were Nintendo, I'd do that for a weekend yeah. just to the, see what happened. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be interesting. Anyway. This is why we shouldn't be allowed to be in charge of big companies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the one good thing to keep in mind is that the big hurt on EA from this wasn't the units sold, although, you know, that that is definitely down from Battlefield 1. But it was the fucking stock hit and the massive loss of confidence uh, from their investors and stuff. So hopefully that will uh, that will continue yes. to have quakes, which some of which we are seeing. <laughs> In upcoming stories yes indeed indeed um but th- th- this is just a great story of somebody doing bad and suffering as a result yeah. <laughs> quite it's, frankly i have always said this is the, the thing you know it's considered per form to you know to kick someone when they're down and even if they're a shit you know it's sort of you know let whenever someone's down you know don't kick someone when they're down it's like no when bad things happen to bad people it is good I kind of I was trying to come up with like a an, an, a similar thing happening in another industry, and I couldn't couldn't think of anything because the closest I could get was it was as if McDonald's release a new burger, and it's not just gross so that it makes them look bad, but it's so bad that it makes all of society question whether or not anybody should be eating burgers made by anyone. <laughs> yes. And then the government get involved and talk about the possibility of, do we need to ban burgers? And we're all like, but it was just McDonald's that made a shit burger. And now you want to ban burgers, but we're kind of okay with that. It was that bad. It <laughs> was that bad. And that's what this game was. Like, yeah. you didn't just fuck it up for yourself. You fucked up the entire industry with your your shitty greed. So, suffer and pay the price. <laughs> Quite yes. frankly, you deserve it. Yeah. Uh, yes. And we're not talking about the personal physical suffering of an individual, so it's okay. Anyway, well, what else do we have? Game. I never expect to see good things when I see the name in a headline. Yeah, no. <laughs> you don't think, oh, great, what have they done now? You think, oh, great, what have they done now? Um, you'll soon need to spend double the money at game to earn the same reward points. Yep. They are halving the amount of reward points you get per uh, per pound, which brings it down to you, uh, you get one point for every uh, 25 uh, pa- uh, pants. Sorry, I was wondering whether that was. I was. Uh, we're, we're we're so international. I was thinking, is that pants, cents, or fucking yen? Uh, God, twenty five yen. What would that get you? Not Fuck much. All. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it but was... yeah. So, and just to put this in context, so it's tw- one point for every twenty five pants uh, you spend, and they're in their terms of and conditions. If you're just using points, you know, redeeming them against the game for to get one pound back. From uh, one pound off a game, it's 400 points. So in order to get 400 points, you need to spend 100 quid. So for every 100 pounds you spend a game, you will get one pound off. Making it all essentially pointless. Yes. I mean, they do occasionally do, you know, double reward points or your reward points are worth double. But, oh, two quid. Thank you, Mr. Game. Hang on. I don't think they have anything in the store anymore that costs two quid. I think they do have a subscription thing, though, because they've tried to sell me on this a number of times. Hang on. And you basically... Oh, here we go. Game Elite. Join today. Right. What is Game Elite? So this costs money. Uh, 
Earn up to 10% points back on your purchases with Game Elite, our new and exclusive membership service with extra points and more cash to spend. This deal is seriously on point. I hate them for that sentence. Oh, God. Well, you some, that- you know some 45-year-old person thought of, had put that in there in a bloody conference yeah. call or something as well. This costs £36 a year, and you get 10% points back on all physical games merchandise and accessories 4% 4% points back on all consoles PC VR phones and tablets uh, 2% points back on trading and digital I don't know how that will work mm. Mm. then oh my god right so there are six points here the first three of those numbers I just read to you point four is our promise to you you can't lose that's a big promise I don't know yeah. what that is I, I don't know what that means. What? Why they've put that on there, and what I'm supposed to take from that? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. The next thing is member exclusives, exclusive deals and offers. Very general, and mm. then the last thing is a birthday gift, which oh, again, okay. fairly. You know what that's going to be. And I, I know one, I'm not going to want it. <laughs> I know one that. punko fop. It will be right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and that's it. So, in actual fact, what they're doing is they're making their non-subscription point system even less attractive in the hope. Oh, sorry, Punko Fops. That sounds like a, an exclusive line of Tory action figures. Punko Fops. Oh, I like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, you can see it, sort of melted faces. I mean, they all sort of already look like their own action figures. They come with their own bottle of hair grease and everything. <laughs> uh, so yeah i think they're basically trying to sell people on this ship yeah which they've been trying to sell me on for the, at least the last year yeah and i would sort of say well to be honest because i've got an xbox and if i pay four quid extra a year for games with gold i get 48 games free a year yeah pretty good same with uh mm, PlayStation. Pass. Yeah. yeah i mean i i get that they're doing their best they're a game store in a in a world I know they're trying ever so hard, but, but you know. Th- this is probably not a good idea. Yeah, and this just hurts the uh, effectiveness of that game elite, which they don't mention the game elite, the effect this will have on that, because that essentially is meaning that the value of all the things that you just listed is halved, which I don't know what that does to the, you know, their guarantee that you can't lose. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't like the one of the bullet points is look how good this bullet point is. Yeah, that is basically number four. Look at this cool bullet point. What? <laughs> That's not a thing. Um, it may as well say insert so, fourth point here. Yeah, I think they're only getting away with it because virtually no one ever has collected these points in any way, shape or form. No. I mean, if they, if they did this to nectar points, there would be riots on the streets. But um, yeah, game, who cares? I have... I, I collect them. I mean, because... Not not out of, I I don't I wouldn't say I go out of my you're way just doing to it do passively, it passively, yeah, essentially because you're buying old stuff in there. You just get the card when you buy something. You put you scan the card, and then one day you've got nine pounds worth of points, and it's amazing. Um, it is why Chuck's wallet is mostly full of sort of half half punched out coffee. You know, buy yeah. nine coffees, get the tenth one free cards. Yeah, and and so I do that. But it's it's as a system, it's never once made me shop at game as opposed to somewhere else. And I'm certainly not giving them thirty six pounds a year for the privilege. That there's no yeah. way that's going to happen. Just that that offer needs to be a lot better than it is, and it needs to come with like free shit, like pr- proper good stuff. 
and it's it's mm. not going to for 36 pounds a year um but yeah where game go wrong is they just don't give me enough reason to go in there and points are not going to be it no i mean because i went in the other day and they were sort of advertising um the you know the the uh labo stuff <laughs> Um, you know, so, you know, like pre-order it here sort of thing. But it was on like, a, a, you know, an easel and it was just a photocopied, like not even a, not even a colour photocopy. You see that thing. a lot, Duct yeah. were born. And I was like, oh, make some fucking effort, yeah. lads, please. I will also say this. Um, I went onto their website uh, because of this and I had a look around and they've made a really stupid mistake on their website. Uh, whenever you load it up, the front page has, you know, buy this game for this much and all that. But the problem is they've made the sort of the tiles for each game. It's an image, which means that they can't, whenever a game's price drops or raises, they can't change the price on the image without editing the image. So most of the prices for stuff on their homepage is incorrect. <laughs> Good work. Whenever you, actually, whenever you actually click the thing, you get, you, you know, it brings you through to a, li- you know, a live web page, which actually shows the real fucking price. So they're not doing well. And their their games are overpriced, mm. quite frankly. Fifty quid for they arms. need to adopt the cinema, you know, the cinema motif, and just start trying to sell us popcorn while you wait in the queue. <laughs> I think that might be a good idea. Would you like some refreshments? Mm. Oh, Knights of Azure Two's come down in price. That's because no one will have bought that. Okay. Mm. So good luck, game. Where am mm-hmm. I going to get my PlayStation hats from if if you close? <laughs> Amazon. Too true. Yeah. Ubisoft attempts to increase prices standard. Oh right, okay. What was? Yeah. Oh, Ubisoft. This was some. Uh, they can't help it. Every it's like a reflex. They just have to kick. <laughs> they just have to be shit or something, didn't they? They've been. Yep. We've been waiting for this. They've been too good for mm. too long. This was due. Mm. This was due. Yeah. I, I think they'll institute some sort of puppy killing campaign next. Like, oh, do you not want that? N- no, Ubisoft. No, we don't. Yeah. So they had Rainbow Six Siege. They have four versions of it available to download from the Uplay store. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's a, a there's a really shitty uh, entry level of it, which is only 12 quid. It sounds like a great deal, but nobody's buying it because uh, the way six, uh, Rainbow Six Siege works is when you start it, you have a, you know, a few different classes, but you have to earn points or spend money to unlock uh, further classes in the game to play as. But if you buy the entry level one, all of your future uh, unlocks are more expensive than they would have been had you bought the standard edition, which is ah. which is up at £40. So nobody has been buying it. it it's garbage. Uh, so they had the $40, $40 standard version of the game. And what they tried to do was they were going to remove that from the store and put it back as the advanced edition at $60. And for that extra 20 quid, you were going to get like a fiver's worth of uh, cosmetic items. And they're introducing loot boxes into the system because that seems to be a good idea to them to introduce loot boxes to a game that has successfully not had them. Yeah, for, good you know, move. Two good years, move. yeah. They, you know, two years of, of relatively, <laughs> relatively, you know, positive feedback. They still have a strong. They're still one of the top played games on Steam, and they thought, you know, what would help us right now? <laughs> Loot boxes. Uh, but yeah. So uh, fans, 
uh, were rightly pissed about this. So yeah. they have decided that they're not. I think they're still bringing out the advanced edition, but they're not removing the standard edition. Question, though. I mean, if you're a fan of the game, you've bought you've already it, got haven't the game. you? Yeah. So what do you give a shit what they're selling it for? And if you haven't bought it yet, you're clearly not that big a fan. Yeah. Because this is a game that's been out for, didn't you say, a couple of years or something? I think about two years. Yeah, I think they they have their seasons. They're, they're doing it, you know, seasons. They bring out, you know, new maps, new stuff, new operators and stuff, new, you know, character classes. So I think they're currently selling uh, their season three uh, pass, which is how they're continuing to make money. So, right, right. I, I'm actually, know. I am stunned at how uninterested I am in these games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I used to love first person shooters and, yeah, and now it's all buy loot crates and mm. unlock. That's what I was saying. And... I've been wanting to get into, you know, uh, a first person shooter for a while, but all of the sort of current, current gen offerings are, you know, the real, have you, have you, they're going to flick you in the balls at best, you know, at worst, it's a full on squeeze. Did you did so, you play uh, the latest Doom? I I loved the latest Doom. Yeah, no, and guess what? No fucking microtransactions. That it it wasn't it just great to put in a game and play it. It was fantastic, and, and that that was all you had to do. I say was, no was, microtransactions. They had microtransactions, but they were all in the multiplayer, and they were all cosmetic. I've not even seen the multiplayer. Yeah, the multiplayer did quite well. I think it was you know. Quite well, it's quite popular. I, I dipped in a little bit just to get some achievements and stuff. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they also did some map packs, but like they were really reasonably priced, and they made a lot of them free eventually. So right. Yeah. See that that was that was a great game just for that. Like you could just play it, and mm-hmm. nobody bothered you about anything. And so when I hear that there's anything to be unlocked like this sort of thing, I just switch off immediately. Yeah. I, I know you're going to be bugging me about this shit and I'm going to be sat worrying like, do I need to unlock this thing or that thing? Is that why this 12 year old Korean kid is just pasting me every time I play and that kind of thing. And I can't be, can't be doing with it. It makes my brain shut down in the way that people saying a survival crafting game set in a persistent open world just makes me go, Done. Just don't care. Yeah. For non-gamers, yeah. well, I don't know why you're fucking listening, but hello, non-gamers. It's like whenever they say, our new show is a celebrity reality. You know? Yeah. Just everything after that just fades. Uh, yeah, so it's it's annoying, but there it is. They've reversed the decision and, you know, decided to not be dicks. Good. Good for them. Which is the same thing as our next story, which... Really surprised me. Sonic Forces Super Sonic DLC made free permanently. There are multiple things in that headline which made me go, huh? Is it the amount of times that Sonic's in it? Because it's a lot in that sentence. Well, that also. Uh, it, was, it was more the fact that, first off, Super Sonic was DLC. I, what, yeah, what is that? that? It's the character Supersonic. You transform into Supersonic whenever you collect all the emeralds. Yeah, you go invincible and you can fly as long as you have enough rings. It has been a core feature of every Sonic game since Sonic 2. You'll know what it looks like. It's sort of a big sort of gold version of Sonic, like you go Super Saiyan. Right, okay. Yeah. So this this is a thing that has been a core... I mean, whenever, whenever you see those, you know, 
pictures of modern games, you know, how they, you know, take chunks out to sell as DLC, you know, as core feet, what would have been core features 10 years ago. And you sort of think, okay, it's a bit silly, but yeah, this is exactly that. They made a core feature of every game in the series and decided to sell it as DLC and they were intending to charge for it. At this point, is anybody still surprised by anything Sega does? I mean, genuinely this, this, yes. I actually was like, what the fuck, guys? I think this if, is if silly. You, if you lived through the 90s, you're just amazed that Sega are still there. And you're like, Absolutely. well, of course they're doing something unexplainable. Yeah. Let, let's put out a new console every six months and see how well that goes, shall we? Mm-hmm. And so I'm not surprised they do something stupid. At least yeah, they, they made it out. Free. Yeah, there's temp- a temporary freebie and people were like, temp- temporary? It's bad enough you made us... It's bad enough you made us download additional shit to get this functionality. And you're saying we're only going to be do it, doing it for free for a while. I think, you know, honestly, I think if they hadn't already been the second, you know, the runner-up Sonic game this year after Sonic Mania, they probably would have stuck with this yeah. as a temporary thing. Maybe so. I still haven't finished Sonic Mania. I need to get on that. Me neither, but it's fucking glorious. Uh, but yeah, this, you know, of all the, you know, shitty developers and shitty you know, people in the industry doing shitty things where we were saying it's sort of, as you just said, you sort of don't have the energy to be angry anymore. This genuinely surprised me. I'm, I'm, I motion that we officially move Sonic Forces to the shit game for wankers category. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can do that. I, I want to build that list actually. <laughs> shit games for wankers. Yeah. And I, I think uh, Sonic Forces should definitely be on there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I never felt compelled to have a go with it at all. No, no, neither. I, I, I just saw a what was it Nintendo Life review that started with the words "It's as bad as we ha- thought," and it's like, all right, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll not bother then if it's as, if it's as bad as we think because we think it's bad. So, anyway, I want to do the next story because this one's exciting. Interesting, yes, very interesting. Microsoft looking to acquire EA or Valve. Boom. Or PUBG Corp, but I don't think anyone really gives a shit about that one. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably the most free. likely one they would buy. I mean, they can afford it. Yeah, it's the easiest. I mean, I mean it's PUBG cheapest. one is the cheapest and the currently the hypest one because everyone's still playing PUBG and loves it. Um, but imagine if they bought Valve. <laughs> imagine. Imagine you know. if... If yeah. they bought Valve and then said, right, okay, we're making Half-Life 3 and it's an Xbox exclusive, boom, buy PS4 forever. Yeah, they could do that. I hadn't thought of that. Holy shit, they should do I that. Just, I did have this thing that if they wanted to generate goodwill, the thing that they would do would be to buy EA and just, it would be like, it would be like those before and after adoption pictures of you know dogs, dogs. they just walk in you just this crowded pen full of you know abused ips and they just open the gate let them run out they, there they rush out you know back to the developers who love them look at fifa enjoying grass from. under its feet for the first time oh, free free oh. as the grass, grass it would be you know imagine the joy everyone felt when spider-man came to the mcu multiply that by a billion <laughs> It's just like yes, <laughs> it really we is. Never see it again. 
it, it's like somebody you know who can look after dogs is is walking around dogs trust they're 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 shopping they're gonna do it maybe so please <laughs> please you know, do it then then we might be able to play a star wars game again in the next decade please yes, yes god if you do this even if you don't get, even you know if they did this at a loss, if they didn't keep any of the IPs, I would buy every Microsoft console for the rest of time as just a tax on just fucking being beautiful. I mean, but beyond that, I mean, shit, what if they just went, yeah, FIFA's on the Xbox now? True. Or, and then Madden and NHL. Well, Madden's on the Xbox, yeah. Yeah, if they suddenly just yeah, like, gathered all, all but those. only Xbox. Yep. Then they've won. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that is. You, you you're not competing with that you ju- you're just not um and i i think that's certainly the the non-gamer mar- the the non-gamer gamer market the people who have and always have had consoles but they just get the fifa game that comes out every year and that's mm-hmm. that's it and they sit playing that for five years which is cool i'm not I'm, i don't wish that to be a, a criticism of those people although clearly we can't be friends but it, it's just <laughs> you know yeah. They, they'd lose that much. Sony would lose that market immediately because they those people don't give a shit what console they're playing on. They're playing FIFA. That <laughs> that's it. They, it doesn't matter what the box is. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, because I was trying to think, why would Microsoft buy EA? And the answer is obvious: just total <laughs> domination of the games industry. And um, this is the thing: there's no better time. EA are wounded. Not mortally, but they're, you know, they are yep. probably the cheapest that they're going to be for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, well, actually, they, you know, they they could be about to fuck themselves even harder. But, you know, that's speculation. Uh, no, they, they delayed it for a year. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could see definitely see them buying EA more than Valve because... Yeah. I mean, Valve, you, you are just doing it for the IP. It, it, there's no game building resources there anymore. I, I don't imagine. think they would. I don't think they would want to take on the responsibility of running Steam. No, yeah, um, as well, even if they just job. bought the IPs, um, which I presume they would be able to do, if you you know, Steam is his own thing, and yeah, that we is just a buy, true thing. They we just, just buy, buy your IPs, yeah, but it's not. It, but, all of them are like poison chalices, you know, left for dead three, portal three, half-life three, all mm. of those games would come with so much expectation and would yeah. cost so much money to develop. Um, you would have to sell like 20, you would have to do switch numbers. It would leave them the in the, numbers. it would leave them in the unenviable position of having to pick between sequel or reboot. Both of those options Ugh. are going to piss someone off. Oh, we're gonna piss everyone off. Whatever yeah. they do. Yeah, piss. Mm. But I'm not saying it's not like they can ju- they can buy all the IPs and then go. Well, okay, one of them is a little bit. You know, we don't really want to touch that. But we've got the other ones we can use. All of them are like that. Just, but just imagine a non-shit Command and Conquer game, a non-shit uh, Sims game. We could maybe get some decent Star Wars. It's the possibilities oh. are incredible, aren't they? Yeah, yes. but I think, do you know what? I reckon out of all of them, I reckon they probably buy Bub- PUBG because it's cheapest, it's hot stuff right now. Well, they've already uh, got an exclusive. They've already got an exclusive, yeah. But with that in mind, why buy them? I mean, yeah. they make one game. 
and they've got that game finished. And it, yeah, but then you not... can evolve that game. It's not finished, so you can yeah. make more of that game near infinitely. If you mm. control the IP, then you can just keep pumping out updates. You know, you, rather than make yeah, a full but release. Th- that's true, but they've got that already. When you, when you compare that to what they could do with EA or or, or Valve's IP, it, it's wow! It's just incredible. And so what uh, they're saying EA's worth thirty five billion dollars. Microsoft could buy that and fuck it off if it goes wrong. Yeah, that's, pretty much. That's because the numbers I saw, Microsoft have got something like you know in the hundreds of billions to spend, oh, yeah. essentially. And that's, so yeah, that's, they can they can do that. And that's today. That their income is bigger tomorrow, and the day after that, and the day after that, and it you know it, it's. What about the day after that? It's bigger then as well, oh. and and the day after that. Well, this mm. could go on now, a while. Now we're, now we're yeah. blue sky thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and because that's Microsoft. What, what, you know, they're still pumping out Windows and Office and, and God knows what else. So they're Skype. doing all right. Skype. Yeah, they've only got to sell like three <laughs> copies of Photoshop and they could buy EA like three times over. There you go. I've paid so much money to Adobe for Photoshop this month. It's, yeah. it's a sore point, you know. It really is. I have paid nothing. Yeah. What else do we have? Facebook launches game video streaming service. I, I just expect threw it's not shut down already. I expect it's the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I just threw it in because I'm I'm just very happy that I've been off Facebook for nearly a year. <sighs> My it, life feels better for it. <clears throat> you, you will be better for it. I, I don't doubt that. Um, okay, right. So it looks like they're basically doing something geared towards gaming for... Uh, the live streaming video on Facebook, which kind of makes sense. They've been doing live video for a while now, and I believe never used it. <laughs> right. Never Facebook chatted to someone ever. Right. This is well. It's not the video chat stuff. This is the live broadcasting stuff. All right. Okay. And it started with sort of celebrity pages, and then moved out to everybody's page, and now everybody can do it all the time everywhere. Uh, and I expect that's not annoying at all. It happens very rarely. <laughs> um, I, I've, I've done it a couple I, of times. It's quite fun. Well, this is the thing. I, I like it. Um, what what it does have that none of the other platforms have, including YouTube, is it's tied into where people are. Um, so the times when we've done live... Uh, well, podca- what about Google Plus? Well, there you go, you see. Um, the, the, <laughs> times, the, the times when we've done live shows on Facebook, we always get a bigger audience than everywhere else because everybody's phone has just gone off. Um, whereas with YouTube, while you can do that, as a, as a user, you can follow a, an account and, and get an alert every time that account goes live or posts something or whatever. But that's an active choice to make with facebook it's far less so and so you know when 600 people get that alert simply syndicated has gone live their phones just all ping we always get a much bigger audience and in fact facebook's uh, are so aggressive with their notifications that even those who have been uh signed off from facebook for nearly a fucking year still get emails there you go have you seen this thing that what's his face put on his wall no i haven't Go away. As well you know, leave me alone. And they won't. No. Um, so, and as a system, it works as well as any other. It's as easy to stream to Facebook as it is to YouTube or Twitter or anything else. 
So I they they could have a good go at this. I, actually, I really it's technology do. that's sort of come a long way over the past like five to ten years. It used to be really difficult, even on PC, to record, you know, a game. Yeah. You know, the, the days of uh, fraps and things like that used to be really tricky, you know, from every level, from making sure that it was capturing the right window to your capture settings to your encoding settings. It was a real ball ache. Now, I have a, you know, NVIDIA graphics card. It comes with built-in uh, game recording and streaming. My current ed- edition of Windows has built-in, you know, capture and streaming. Everything fucking does it now. YouTube yeah. can do it on its own. Uh, you know, Twitch and YouTube. It's gone from being a very difficult thing to suddenly a, fl- a switch just flicked. <laughs> and everyone can do it now. To the point where it's becoming annoying. <laughs> So I, I think Facebook really have got a chance with this, because um, yeah. why not? And and so, you know, sort of anyone needs to challenge fucking YouTube in, yes. in terms of of online video. So I I'd like you them. know you're bad when people are rooting for Facebook yeah. against you. Yeah, yeah. So g- give it a go, Facebook. Good luck with it. I, I'm. I've heard they're also working on live streaming audio and stuff like that, which I'm definitely very interested in. Which is remarkable. The the thing where you can like even on fucking uh, Twitter, they've had you can upload video and pictures and everything for ages on every format out there. It's really difficult to just share an audio clip. It really is. Why? <laughs> because, because of demand. I think that we we skipped over the demand of doing that because we all got really good cameras in our pockets really quickly. And, and but I don't want to inflict my face on people. Well, I'm that's, not that mean. That's you. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't think that way about themselves. A lot of people sadly think, "Great, another way to inflict myself on people." I'm oh, one true. of those people. Um, and, and so I, I'd like them to do it. But yeah, the you're right. It, it's I've always wished there'd been like an audio version of Twitter where I could just put yeah. and and I, that, there have been tons of plugins. Well, there was and audio stuff, boo and things like that, wasn't there? Yeah, you and could the, put little things. They eventually added an M to their name and became a podcast hosting company. I fell out with. Um, yes, that's right. So that's where that went because clearly the, I, I don't think there was a demand for it. I think it really was just me and Boz that wanted it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that you were the only two who used it. And now what does Boz do? Post videos. So mm-hmm. it's it's just the way it went. It really is. That little micro-blogging system for audio never happened. Um, so maybe f- uh, Facebook, I think, are the people that could do that. Definitely, well, so yeah. could SoundCloud, but they're apparently just doing fuck all every day. <laughs> um, you know, so that's that's something. Little tip, SoundCloud. Any new features? Do anything, anything at all. Honestly, maybe a universe, you know, a built-in audio volume control would be a good fucking start. I wish they'd do live streaming audio. I don't know why they wouldn't, but anyway. Anyway, I also am excited to talk about the next story. Yep. Are Google making a console? <sighs> Thank you Says for sharing an article <laughs> from the, the Daily Star. Story. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, what's that rule that any headline that ends in a question mark must always be answered no? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And I'm, 
I'm also confused because their headline here, the, the sort of sub, well, actually, how many fucking headlines do they have for one article? They have three of them. But Can the I third just, one I down really is. I really object to the massive print that this bloody article is in. I'm exactly. not lying. Sony, all caps. Microsoft, all caps. And Nintendo. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like it's actually a taken. console this- rival to contend with. No, Sega, all caps. I feel like <laughs> we're on a mobile version of the site. Yeah. I think that's what it is because I think I've linked to this from my phone. Yeah, uh, you know. So basically, this is this is a rumor that's been doing the rounds in the last week that Google are getting ready in some way to start in the the console business. And the basis for this is that a couple of years ago, they hired a guy called Phil Harrison, who is basically it would seem responsible for PlayStation. And then Xbox. Uh, and so. It's, yeah, the industry is quite incestuous. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. The uh, guy who headed up uh, Microsoft for a few years, uh, what's his name, Spectre, became the head of EA for a few years. Now he leads a football team. <sighs> there you go. Um, Spencer, Phil Spencer. Yeah. And so the the this guy's been at Google for a couple of years now, and no one knows what he's been doing. But the speculation is, first of all, you don't get a guy like that just to give him some sort of generic whatever needs doing kind of job. You've got him to do something for gaming. Otherwise, why hire this guy? And also, the fact that you're not telling us what he's doing, like, what are you doing? Um, personally, I think that Sony would be, cr- uh, g- sorry, Sony, Google would be crazy to get into consoles and they've probably just got him doing something crap with mobile games. Yeah, I I think that's I, I, I agree completely. Yeah, um, I I I think they've yeah they've got Android and that has games that that is a very valid point. But we've seen Android powered consoles. We remember the U, yeah, yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't see that being anything that Sony and Microsoft are going to start shitting themselves over anytime soon. Um, and again, as you know, if you get a good mobile game, congratulations, that's the first. Uh, so yeah, they're not doing this. There's just no, no way. Like you said, the, uh, the age of mobile gaming feels like it was a bit of a flash in the pan. It was big, big business for a couple of years and then it has reduced greatly. Now the core of it is just microtransactions trying to addict people to, you know, yeah, cookie clicker type things. So what Google could do, what room there is, you know, I mean, Microsoft and Sony both aren't doing super at the moment, but they're not, you know, dying on their arse. So it's not as if room is being cleared at the table. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, The the market is, I would say it's crowded, but it's full. Yeah. Comfortable. (laughs) Comfortably full. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I, I wouldn't ever consider launching a new console right now. I mean, we've just made fun of fucking Atari for this. Yes. You know, if if, the, if that Atari box actually turns out to be a real thing, it, it's still questionable as to why you would launch a console today. Yeah. Um, and I, I certainly don't think Google could should get into that. They could get into that. Again, they've got money to piss away and do whatever the fuck they want. Like we say, they are a company who could take the hit. Yeah. You know, if they could afford a failure, but, you know, it would be embarrassing. I, uh, I, I don't know, because I think we'd all be in the state of sort of, why are they doing this? 
Like <laughs> we wouldn't expect it to work. So I, I don't know that it failing would be that embarrassing for them, but don't do this, Google. Yeah. I, I think um, you're either going to have to build a really powerful game console and try and convince developers to develop for it, which Microsoft have trouble doing, or you're going to have to go the cheap route. And I just, just had a, a weird sort of random thought, a sort of an unanswerable, one of those little unanswerable questions, but I just thought it'd be funny. If tomorrow Google said, okay, all microtransactions across the Play Store, including inside, you know, games, are on us, how long would it take for them to sudden, to, you know, how big of a bank do they have that it would take before they ran out of money? I think that they could afford to pay for every microtransaction in every game on their store forever and function happily. I think there's a website for this. <laughs> Quite serious. Hang on. Um, I need to search for the money thing. How much money are Google making? Because there's an Apple one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, how much they're making a second sort of thing yeah and it just sits counting up and I think the same people do a Google one and I'm having Ooh. trouble finding it I'm sure there's someone doing um, uh, a many uh, black of shade down yeah someone's probably doing a Microsoft one but they're very tired uh, every second dot io is right slash Apple have you got a slash Google they've got Facebook they've got McDonald's <laughs> just going to try it and the url where it says apple i will type google and see if it goes to a, a that's, page, page that's yeah they're not doing it they're not doing google sorry that was a oh, waste well. of everybody's time but since i was talking apple has sold 155 iphones and nine Jesus. ipad pros and 11 apple what it's just it's constantly moving obviously <laughs> god they're even listing dollars made from extracting gold from used iphones fucking hell Oh, I'm going to dare to click on the McDonald's one. Oh, don't that's click on the McDonald's one. Don't click on the McDonald's one. <laughs> that's going to be big. Oh, that's the end of the world. In number four. I was going to say, it's going to generate... You know, I'm going to have to deploy one of my favourite fun facts that McDonald's are the largest distributor of tyres in the world. Yes, it is fantastic. Oh, no, that's Lego. No, sorry. Lego McDonald's are the tires. largest tyres. Yeah. McDonald's are toys. Yeah. Largest distributor of toys in the world. Lego are the largest distributor of tires in the world. Sorry, my bad. Have Lego those. and McDonald's ever tied up? Oh, I suppose you wouldn't want to encourage. Yeah, there, there could be backlash. I would be 500 Lego. stone if they did Lego I would, I would be too, but it's just the idea. I don't think it like the time they made those uh, Lego gummies that were in the shape of bricks. Oh, God, yeah, I, I remember those. And everyone was like, yeah, don't encourage our kids to eat things that looks like Lego. Lego, yeah, not a great idea. <laughs> You'd think that one was fairly obvious, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. I don't know. I read a thing on crack the other day. There was this bloke who'd been coughing up phlegm and shit for like a year, and he went to the doctor, and they said, "Yeah, you've got lung cancer." They went to go and do the surgery, opened him up, and they found it was a Playmobil traffic cone. He'd snorted up his nose and into his lung when he was a child. Oh. So doubly embarrassing because ugh, Playmobil. <laughs> Yeah. Playmobil, that's that's high-end stuff, that. I mean, Duplo would have been impressive, just the fucking size of the things. When, when, I, when, I, when Alison is reminded that I had Playmobil as a child, I get the snotty sort of, oh, how posh are you kind of look. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I find the Playmobil men really sinister, though. Oh, they Genuinely, are. Genuinely, yeah. But bowl, we, bowl they cuts. had some cool stuff we had a large fire engine in. It, it's like a little cult, because they all have the bowl cuts. Yeah, it is quite yeah. sort of Jonestown-y. 
Yeah. Yeah. So in the end, Google not doing a console probably. Yeah. And Atari still not doing a console either. I'm reminded. Yes. Uh, I'm very much in. Fi- I'm looking forward to this next story. I love this story. What? What is this? Infamous Atari player loses world record after 35 years. This is uh, from Kotaku. Uh, yes. In 1982, video game score chaser Todd Rogers supposedly set a world record time of 5.51 seconds in the Atari 2600 racing game Dragster. Last year, speedrunners called that score into question after a lengthy arbitration pro. This is a high score for a fucking video game. After a lengthy arbitration process, Roger's score was removed from Twin Galaxies, an organization that tracks video game records and high scores. Um, this uh, sounds really dry, but it's fascinating, and I love it because it's been ongoing over the past couple of years. Yeah, because uh, we we did it. We covered it when we um, first started the show, like week two or three. It had just started getting traction. You know, an article turned up on Kotaku about people me, your were looking good. into this. Yeah, <laughs> but, but no, yeah, you're right. I remember this now. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, this was fun because last week, um, just sort of randomly browsing, uh, a video was shown was thrown up. Uh, in my suggested feed from a guy called uh, Apollo Legend, I believe his name is. Uh, and he uh, he has done a few videos, a few really uh, fun videos on uh, cheaters in speedrunning before. Sort of the tactics mm. people use to, to uh, fake uh, high scores and high, uh, high, high records and submitting them and sort of showing how to replicate them and called out people. Um, last week, he put out a really fantastic video uh, about this guy, Todd Rogers, because Rogers, uh, this record that he supposedly set in 1982 of 5.51 seconds, it was only officially recognized in 2000 when he started working at Twin Galaxies, the place that keeps the records. Over the years, he put in uh, more and more records showed up for him, which were fucking ridiculous. Like the guy was uh, suddenly scoring round numbers. You know, he included a 15 million point score on uh, Donkey Kong, which was about 14 million points more than the second place and a very round number. And this kept going up, uh, uh, happening, and people were constantly calling it into question. But they were doing nothing because he sort of was a minor celebrity and he worked for the company. Turns out that many of the some of these uh, entries it turns out were entered by him and for most of the others they were entered by his co-worker uh, and re- and in many cases only referee a guy called Ron Corseron the interesting thing about Ron Corseron is that he is currently uh, serving multiple sentences for multiple cases of child molestation oh so that's your guy that's your uh yeah, that's your referee. That's the guy who you're you're pointing out and saying, "That's my source of you know trustworthiness." Yeah. So, so he, yeah, he's cheating on it. I mean, basically, this has been proven that from software analysis, yeah, it's impossible for him to have gotten some of the scores he's claiming. It is impossible. They've broken down the code. Um, there was a particularly cringeworthy video a few years ago. I, I think it was no, I think it was last year. Um. Oh, I can't remember the name of the guy. He He's a sort of engineer. He breaks down consoles, and he's made some awesome 
sort of handheld versions of the N64. But he was doing a breakdown of the uh, the old Ataris, and he actually got the guy on to try and explain how. I mean, he he flew the guy out to his workshop to sort of try and explain how he was getting how he got this high score. And the guy was like, "I, I just got it. Could could you do it now?" No. Well, I I could try, but no. But yeah, it's it it is literally impossible to get these scores. And he's finally, finally, the evidence mounted up way too high, and they couldn't ignore it anymore. And yeah, yesterday they Twin Galaxies officially stripped him of all of his records and banned him from ever competing again. And today there was uh, there was a, a further update that Guinness, who recognised him as the record holder for that uh, Atari dragster record, have revoked his world record. So he's gone from world record holder to the biggest fraud in gaming history. Well, that sucks. For him. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's great for us. It's yeah, a piece of shit story. gets comeuppance is, uh, is uh, a nice story to read for the rest of us, I think. Yeah. It was just, it, it's, it's so nice to see something that, you know, in the age of the internet finally gained traction that he couldn't sort of dodge the, uh, the accusations anymore. Yeah. Because there's evidence that he got this record was a Polaroid taken in 1982. Well, that's that's just not going to cut it. Yeah. Bless him. <laughs> Let's see. What uh, else do we have here? Um, oh, I've clicked on something weird on the thing. Don't do that. Okay. Controversy erupts <laughs> over GDC Pioneer Award as PUBG, Zelda, Breath of the Wild, others receive Geo Game of the Year nods update. Hang what? Right, what? Right? Yeah. This is the GDC Game Developer Conference Awards, which they're having. Uh, when is it? It's a few months away. March or something, in it? Yeah, but they announced that they were going to be giving uh, three awards, uh, sort of lifetime, you know, achievement type awards. They sort of, I think they give them. They sort of decide each year. It's not a every year this award goes to. It's sort of they decide every year we're going to give an award to this guy for this thing. Yeah. And this one for this thing, and they were going to give a Pioneer Award to Nolan Bushnell, the founder of Atari. Yeah. And there was some backlash against this because, uh, well, he admittedly, (laughs) out of his own mouth, uh, has been a bit of a bastard in the past, specifically towards women Ah. uh, in the industry. Yeah, uh, sexual harassment, creating hostile working conditions for women in his company uh so yeah there was backlash against this and they decided uh to revoke well they haven't they didn't give him the award they announced that he was going to be getting the award and they've then now said we're not going to give him the award anymore in fact we're not going to give the award to anyone this year we're just going to put it in a cupboard uh and bushnell has to his credit (laughs) to what little credit you can give he has said yep i agree with that that's fair enough. He has said, I applaud the GDC for ensuring that their institution reflects what is right, specifically with regards to how people should be treated in the workplace. And if that means an award is the price I have to pay personally so the whole industry may be more aware and sensitive to these issues, I applaud that. If my personal actions or the actions of anyone who ever worked with me offended or caused pain to anyone at our companies, then I apologize without re- reservation. That's what he said. <laughs> Icky. It's it's icky. It's still it's the if <laughs> if I if my personal action. It's like you well, okay, whatever. <laughs> you have to it's, say not if. You have yeah, to say that. that. Yeah, I, I'm sorry that I caused this problem. 
Not if, because you did. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't gone the full Louis C.K. on this. Yeah, he didn't. No. Um, then again, in, in another way, there's no implication that he went the full Louis C.K. <laughs> that that, <laughs> that is very true. No one suggested that. Um, I, I didn't know any of this. I mean... Yeah, I mean, until today, yeah, I didn't know any of this at all. The, so. I, right. Nolan Bushnell is... He's clearly a clever businessman. Hmm. Clearly. And, yeah, he did sort of make all of video games be so you know there is that and i kind of assumed that you don't become that rich without being a dick to someone at some point but it's the brand of dick that you choose to be yeah there is an acceptable you know to be a business person it's i assume that all business people have fucked someone over in their time yeah uh have done some you know shitty business things but that you know doesn't necessarily need to include sexual harassment you know that's exactly. a separate brand of you know i mean look i i have got what would equate to a shelf full of books about what a dick steve jobs was he was um, an absolute wanker yeah. yeah but not once was there ever a single accusation of anything remotely close to sexual no. harassment you didn't want to get stuck in the lift from it with him but probably because he might just ask you what you do decide that shit and fire you on the spot rather than feel you up which was never no. really his thing and also because he apparently stank that also too <laughs> yes that also too yeah it's uh yeah there are there are different brands there are different categories of dickishness some of which are more acceptable to fall into than others. That that's it. So uh, yeah, God, I was hoping this these stories wouldn't penetrate this show, but here we go. That's that's it. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. It is. This. It is. It, it, yeah, yeah. It's annoying, but it, it, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I'm coming off the back of movie news, which is basically just back to back sexual harassment all of at that, the moment every fucking <laughs> just, week. Yeah, it's it's you know I'm gonna um, get it Emma, its own jingle. Emma, speaking for all women, what do you what do you say? I say that uh, like you, you you know it's another icky apology from yeah. another terrible human being who's used their position of power to inflict suffering on mm. people who are trying to do a job. Um, mm. So fucking fire these people into the sun. There you yes. Go. <laughs> well said. Absolutely. <sighs> yeah. And the, uh, just, yeah, it is an icky thing that, you know, if the price that I have to pay personally is an award, it's, you know, it is a, the more you read that apology, the accurate it gets, actually. <laughs> yeah. The worse it does get every time you go over it. It's almost sarcastic, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Speaking of things that make me want to puke, this next story, <laughs> oh, it's this guy and he makes me want to puke and punch things. Specifically, <laughs> his face. Time. Yeah. Fight puke. I, I, oh, I hate him so much. Yeah. And we, we avoid, we managed to avoid, uh, you know, because he's not a gaming thing. He's a YouTube thing, which is, it's, it's parallel to gaming. It is adjacent to gaming, but thankfully it is not gaming. So we've been able to avoid it. But this is, uh, and this story isn't specifically about him. This is a thing about him. Yeah. yeah um so right so there's this 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 game th- well i uh, as it's a not bit even of a game uh, as it's a not, bit no. of as a bit of background for those of you who are lucky enough to not know who this person is until now basically there's this guy called logan paul on youtube who makes a living through being an arsehole 
and Generally, videoing yes. it really and uh it's a family business i believe his brother does it also yeah, yeah. jake his brother does right. it also they're, they're all in the the bumhole business um <laughs> no 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 i will not have aspersions cast on the bumhole business Please as an industry yeah the, the, sorry <laughs> okay and and basically one of them logan paul he's, that's his name yes by the way don't trust people with two first names yeah exactly his surname is paul He's Mr. Paul. Mm. Get your head around that for a bit. But anyway, he basically, there, there is a forest in Japan where people like to go to kill themselves. Um, it's, yeah, it's like Beachy Head. Yeah, it's a very somber place, to say the very least. And not a place, whatever you think about it, yeah. that you would think to, I don't know, make fun YouTube videos. There have been a number of very interesting, very respectful, and, you know, touching videos and documentaries made over the years about the place. Logan Paul went there, and he didn't exactly do that. No, he just went and he found, found a, a he dead found a, body. a victim, a corpse, the uh, dead body, and he had a laugh about it, literally. Yeah. He had a laugh about it, made some jokes, uploaded it to YouTube, uh, where it got featured, because that's how YouTube works, uh, caused a controversy, made a terrible, terrible apology, which included ads for his channel, um, and shout outs. It, basically, his apology was about how awful it was that he had made this mistake, because he's such a good guy, and he doesn't make mistakes like that. It's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, he accidentally flew to Japan. Yeah, and took a we trip all done it to the. the he accidentally went forest. to Japan, made several videos disrespecting pretty Japanese people and their culture before he made this video. Let's yes, not forget. In fact, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and then went and did this uh, because um, he is the worst epitome of the millennial stereotype. Yeah. In that everything is for him to observe and be entertained by. And then put on uh, YouTube. Well, let's be without honest. Consequence. People like Logan Paul are the reason the rest of us are very pleased that a very low percentage of Americans hold passports. Yes, absolutely. Unfortunately, he does. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah, a shame he, he's one of the ones this that, story. that do. He, he's fine if they yeah. want to keep hold of him, but so, yeah, he, so he flew somewhere nice. Just additionally, this is one of the things that you know, big YouTuber does something terrible, which fucks everything up. And YouTube's response to this was to make it so that small channels couldn't get ads. Yeah, I was demonetized. Yep, the YouTube's response to a, a big, a big, huge channel doing something bad was to inflict a penalty which does not affect him in any way. No, he'll still be <laughs> whatsoever. making millions of dollars a year for being yeah. an asshole. But it's yes, that leads us to what has happened now, <laughs> which is that someone uh, made a game. Uh, not again, you know, it, they slapped a thing together in Unity uh, uh, called the Suicide Forest. And they managed to put it up. They managed to get it through Microsoft's uh, Creators Collection, which is their sort of on. Well, how, how did it get through? It has suicide yeah, in the name. Uh, no, I mean, it got a Peggy 3 rating. That's the thing. Peggy saw this. That's the funny bit. Why has it got a Peggy? The Suicide Forest. Three, 
this is appropriate for three-year-olds. Find bodies but in the forest and get millions of views for your channel. What's funny, what's extra funny about this is in the uh, the description on the Xbox version, it's you play playing as a vlogger, you are going to explore the, oh uh, God, uh, the suicide forest. Uh, whereas this game is available on PC and elsewhere. And on the description for that is playing as Logan Paul. It's a direct call-out. So when they were submitting it through Xbox, they were like, hmm, let's just remove his name just to be careful. Yeah. But yeah, this this managed to make it through multiple layers of security, and it was on the front page of Microsoft's Xbox Live Creators Collection. Uh, They've taken it down now. Yeah, taking it down now. But uh, yeah, it was there. Actually, as a joke, as a piss take of Logan Paul, I don't mind it. I don't mind. I actually don't mind it at all in that sense. This is more the the people who should be ashamed here are Peggy and Microsoft. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. They should. Yeah. And Logan Paul, but he won't be. No. But what got me was a lot of people, a lot of the comments when I saw this story come up was, does it have achievements? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it's on Xbox, does it have to? I don't know if it, if it goes to the Creator Club. I don't know if it does. Oh, that would be wonderful. I need to see those. <laughs> oh, dear. There it is. It, uh, yeah. Oh, Logan Paul, we hate you. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. And your crappy brother, too. Mm. Very right. proud to say I've never seen any of the videos. Any oh, no, neither have I. No, but I just, but, you know, I think what, what makes me sad is all the 12-year-olds who yeah. think he's cool. This yeah, and also uh, what's all what's extra annoying is they have this Logan Paul thing has given the uh, PewDiePie community something to rally behind. Yeah. I've actually I've at several times I've had to explain uh, just on Reddit when posts have come to the front page, look how bad Logan Paul is. I'm like, you do realize that the title of asshole is not singular there can say, be like more a, than one you are not, not like the, the highlighter champion yeah i was gonna say you're not like the you're not holding like the current belt holder of the asshole <laughs> title yeah. and then someone has to take it off you exactly he's still a prick yeah the, yeah many there are many pricks look amongst you <laughs> generally i find they call themselves youtubers <laughs> I, i've found that to be a thing unfortunately um, yes because, although i think they even you know you, uh, the hierarchy of decks, I would put YouTuber just below Twitch streamers. So, I think Twitch uh, is slightly more toxic. It's a close, it's a closely run battle. Right. I don't know. I don't know if it's the actual streamers who are. There are some the communities, the, yeah. the, especially again. You know, we're speaking for all women. Um, uh, if you uh, deign to be a woman with a face cam on Twitter, you will get no end of shit. Oh, That's yeah. why I really haven't done it. Because, you know, you can just be sitting there, mind your own business, sitting in a hoodie, and everyone's like, booby streamer. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's not pleasant. Oh, yeah. I, I totally Absolutely. understand. It, it's such a horrible environment for women. There have been some spectacular meltdowns from, like, major Twitch streamers. They just, I, it's weird. Like, like the, you, the, you're the, watching. The gatekeeping, all this stuff. It's really exactly. horrible. It's just like you watch them, they're streaming, and then it's like someone flicks a switch. And they're like, they're like Minecraft, 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 Overwatch, Overwatch, fucking bitches. Weird. Minecraft, Minecraft. <sighs> In other news, Shadow of the Colossus is one of the best remakes of all time. I was watching this video just last night. It looks pretty impressive, doesn't it? It really mm. does. I um, think I might have to get this game. 
scene here. And play. I was careful with years. the wording this in the thing in the, the you know I did I, I tried to use some some journalistic standards you know I would just shadow of the Colossus remake called in quotes one of the best remakes of all time but no it seems to be fairly unanimous every yeah, side everyone is seems happy to this is fucking brilliant claim it. Yeah. yeah okay Which, yeah, yeah. I, I will give this game a go. It's a game I, I own the uh, I I believe I got it on the PS3 because this is the uh, Blue Point Studios uh, they remastered uh, Shadow of the Colossus for PS3 and that was just a remaster where they just took what was there in the PS2 original and sort of turned everything up as high as it could go and made it run as smooth as they could you know it was a people were really happy with it yeah but this is their first time where they have I mean you've watched the video they remade it from the ground up art uh you know animations everything and it looks fucking amazing and as i say i own the ps3 version and even though it's an excellent remaster it's still a playstation 2 era game yeah and it still feels like a playstation 2 era game so i never really got too far through it it's just i'm a bit too spoiled by modern gaming but this PlayStation 4 version looks like it could be, you know, the perfect thing then because they've added, you know, more modern sense of, you know, uh, control schemes and things like that. I I think I'm going to get this. Yeah, I think I will too. I think even Alison looked interested in it. I mean, this is, uh, you know, Shadow of the Colossus was, was that, would, was this before or after? I think this was after Ico or Ico. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, I only know after, of, of that other game because I'm looking, I've just done a search for Shadow of Colossus on CEX and the yeah. PS3 version comes with that game. Yes, yes, it does. So I think I think Shadow of the Colossus was sort of the sequel and they are linked sort of lore-wise. And then last year we finally got The Last Guardian, which was the uh, PS4 exclusive, which is again, same studio, you know, it was in development hell for years. But I yeah. didn't play that. I, I didn't play that because, and I haven't watched any playthroughs and I haven't read any things because I know, it, you know, you know that the giant adorable doggy type bird cat thing in it is going to die. And I can't, I can't take that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not playing that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not oh. playing that shit at all. Uh, so Shadow of the Colossus, there are no dogs. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm going to play that. I don't. I never even dared have the dog as the companion on Fallout Four. In Fallout Four, he can't die. I know. No, but he just I'd, gets sort of knocked out. I still always out, worried. Not, yeah, I still yeah. always worried. I couldn't do it. Uh, Same with uh, Far Cry Five. Upcoming has a dog, which I believe is invincible, but he can get. He's invincible, but they've made it so that he does have. Some very in-depth animations for when he gets injured. For ever so much as yelps, I'm done. Absolutely, that's it. That's it. I can't. I don't want. He, he can stay at home. Yeah, you're the one with the guns. It's exactly. Fine. I don't yeah, need. Exactly. If, if I got a gun, I have no business having that gun. If I also need a dog. I, I mean, think. I was on tenterhooks throughout uh, throughout Assassin's Creed Origins with Sanu, the bird. I was like, don't mm. you fucking kill this bird. No, yeah, you and during the sections of the game where they took it away, I turned into Mickey Rourke in Iron Man 2. I want, my I want my bird. With my bird. My bird. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, Aiko, you know, Aiko was the one where you're guiding a little girl through dungeon. I couldn't give a shit. I'd push her off a cliff. But you do, you do not touch the dog. Next up, 
this is the aforementioned EA delaying further pain and suffering. Yep. Uh, in that they're now saying that Anthem's been delayed into 2019. Or no, refusing to call it. Yeah, they're saying it's not. It's not delayed. It's just not coming out till 2019. It's like, but you put out a trailer and said 2018. No, we didn't. <laughs> I don't know what the the <laughs> comeback is to that. No, you're misremembering. It, it really yeah. said 2019 on that trailer. As the, I, I tell uh, you what's really weird about this, though. The fact that the, the answer seems to be they're going to shovel out a Battlefield game That's the really... That is well, well, that well, is well. really worrying because, yeah, uh, Anthem was being made by Bioware, who are the Mass Effect uh, guys who Mass Effect didn't do... You know, the latest Andromeda did not do very well. Seems to have shuttered the, the franchise, so this was their next big thing. DICE are the ones who work on both Battlefront and Battlefield. And while Battlefield has been doing okay, Battlefront 2 obviously was something of a catastrophic failure. So it is extra worrying that DICE, in the middle of maintaining Battlefield 1 and trying to desperately repair uh, Battlefront 2 are now being forced, it seems, to pull another Battlefield game out of their arse for, you know, an October or November launch, which is really worrying because if that Battlefield... Yeah, it's February. Also, if that Battlefield game doesn't do well, that could be EA sort of, you know, their perfect opportunity to push dice under the bus and say, look, say, this is- look, they can't make games. See, it's not our fault. It's like a multi-kill coming up, you know. It's like really not content is. to just murder one thing. They're going to take down two at one, kill two birds with one stone. Microsoft. Save us. Please. By EA. <laughs> Save us, Microsoft. You're you, our only hope. You, you can deal with this. You really can. And and you can pull that, that single-player Star Wars game out of the bin. And, yeah. and finish it. Just saying, you could do all that. Satya, please, please, come on. We're on Just first name terms, me and the Microsoft CEO. <laughs> he often calls me for advice, so I, I will bring this up next mm. time I speak to him. Do, do. Just, you know. If I ever get Tim Cook off the damn phone, yeah. But that, so they're delaying Anthem. Uh, this is also, don't forget, the game that was in that presentation that was leaked. Yeah, yeah. Showing new ways to fuck players over with microtransactions, yes. So, so, uh, so really, they've this, either thought we can't do that, take it all out, and that's going to take some more time, or they're thinking we can't do that, they've figured it out. What we else need have to we find got? a way to bury it deeper. Yeah, and given past histories, my money's on the second thing. It will, I actually, yeah, I think Anthem will come out, it will be delayed, and it will contain a new level of insidious, nasty, horrible money things that we've never seen before. That's that's what I think. It will be worse than Battlefront 2 and yeah. Destiny 2 and everything. It will just be, they'll take it to a whole new level. Yeah. My prediction, I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't I mean, going to be. I mean, at this point. No, I the, think that's the, a safe punt. The one sort of silver lining in this is with this not a delay delay, uh, we could, it, there's potentially, we might end up not seeing Anthem at all. That is also a possibility. It's also a very positive possibility. They could just, you know, 
say, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> I think, to be honest, I, I mean, it, it's entirely possible, but I just feel like they're so committed to this is going to be their is their sexy new IP. I think they're they're too far in. They're too committed now, I think, with, with Anthem. So you're saying they're in too deep and they're trying to keep up yeah. above in their head instead of going under? Yeah, basically. Under. Yeah. yeah. Um, good luck with it, EA. Not really. I want you to suffer. <laughs> uh, enjoy. But yes, as, yeah. And uh, I'm really worried about I'm really worried about Battlefield. I mean, I haven't played Battlefield in a long time. I, I don't think I don't I don't think it's physically possible for them to get a, a, this game out and it for, for it to be ready quarter four this year. Yeah, I, just, I, I do don't, remember. I mean, like I say it's you know as we're recording now, it's the 31st of January, and like this is the first we're hearing of it. Yeah. Um, it I just do seems... remember the last you know uh, when Battlefield Four was going. Uh, what was the there was they brought out the sort of mid franchise non-numbered entry battlefield hardline which was yeah more maybe they've got some old assets so like some old dlc it, and stuff they can just repackage it really did feel like you know battlefield hardline really did feel like uh they had parceled off a dlc for battlefield 4 but they managed to make it sort of work it was more heist based uh that you know they managed to maintain it for a while but i th- i think yeah let me have a look here battlefield I think there was more than a year between the launch of Battlefield 4 and Hardline. Battlefield Hardline was March 2015. Um, Battlefield 4. Maybe I'm wrong. No, there was two years. Well, a year and a half. October 2013, Battlefield 4 launched. March 2015. Uh, Battlefield Hardline launched. So they'd had a year and a half to work on it. So... We could be, um, you know, fuck, they couldn't even update it to a World War Two game in that time because there was a huge no. level of, you know, development between World War One. Where you know that would be too much work. Yeah, I mean, uh, you would have to be. You if know, they're basing it on Battlefield of... One, then what can you do? <laughs> like reskin the area or something, and have it in the desert, or mm. you know, sort of move it to Africa or something like that. I don't really know. I just. Mm. It would have to have it be different enough to justify its own release rather than being a DLC. And yeah, they could do that with a modern shooter, but with a, you know, a a period shooter, that's a lot more difficult. Yeah, probably. I mean, as well with, you could say, well, just strip it back to basics and have it be like a massively multiplayer, just bun fight. But PUBG is that, so they can't even do that. Yeah. Oh God, that's what they're going to do. They're going to make it a fucking PUBG Fortnite style arena. Yeah, that's that's the only thing they can do, surely now. Yeah, pretty much. Just you know, strip everything out, put a bunch of you know drop boxes in it, and mm. just shovel that out and hope that it flies. Really. Mm. Good <sighs> luck there, then. Mm. It's just it's sad to see, you know. Oh, it's horrible for the people yeah. who, because they you know they they really had to work hard, you know, sort of recovering from some kind of crappy entries and have Battlefield One sort of this sort you know reboot be quite well received and people seem to really enjoy it and you know they're going to flush that straight down the toilet aren't they yeah it's like it's like trying to keep a toddler alive in a factory that manufactures only death and you're not allowed to pick it up yeah just the toddler runs from thing to thing and the best you can do is no no please no 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 and you hope that the toddler's like okay i'll go over to this thing then you're like oh no 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 come on microsoft 
sort this shit out. We will love you forever. I will forgive you for the HD DVD add-on. <laughs> yeah, and that takes some forgiving. I'll tell you it that. It really does. Yeah. In final news today, turns out all the Doom games and everything are all related to each other, apparently. Because they're all they're all a big family. What is this? <laughs> this is bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> But it's happy bollocks, you know. Well, this you know, all these big, big six foot four square head white men are all the, all the same lineage, you know. Uh, uh, absolutely, yeah. So it's- the Doom guy, BJ Blaskowitz from Wolfenstein, is the grandfather the- of Commander Keen. No, he's the father of Commander Keen, who is the father of the Doom guy, the Doom Marine. Yeah. So, That's a yeah. shitty universe to grow up with, isn't it? Being perpetual World War Two Nazis take over, and then it's the fucking Doom guy stuff, and hell is literally on Earth. Yeah, that's, that's that's a poor that's a poor outcome. Although ethically speaking, I think that the uh, you know the Hellspawn from Doom are you know there are a few rungs above you know you know more positive than you know the Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is all related. Commander King never played any of the Commander King games. I think they were platform shooter type things, weren't they? They were. Um, I, I think you'd be looking at. You'd need to have been into PC early, early PC gaming. It's something I see often come up on like um, Lazy Game Reviewer and yeah. uh, you know Eight Bit Guy. They like Commander King a lot. They, it's something they use to test. You know whether or not a, a you know a piece of hardware from the mid 90s still works yeah you're going back to sort of 286 386 days um god way before i was into pc gaming yeah way and i knew that. that they had confirmed that commander keen was the doom guy the doom marines uh father but now they've added pj blaskowitz to the pile uh which is which is nice it means we know Oh, God, it means we know who BJ and Anya's kid's going to be. Yeah. God, I never thought of that. They're, they're twins. Isn't she having twins? She is having twins. Oh, that adds more lore. Mm. What, which one is Commander Keen? Commander Keen is a non-gender specific, you know. Yeah, well, that that's the be. next game then, isn't it? If you either I one. mean, if and if, if it's a woman and she got married, that could explain the, the last name change from Blaskowitz to Keen. It I'm says all in this, over art- this shit. article, Blaskowitz is the grandfather of Commander Keen. Oh, really? Yeah, and Keen himself, the father of the Doom Marine. Right. They've got to get that. That's two generations. You've got to have that couple of generations to get you from World War II to Commander Keen. It makes sense. It does make sense. It does make sense, but yeah, that means they do have a sort of 90s era game that they could could work in. True. That could be a thing. They could insert, you know, they've got a generation gap there. I've never really imagined Doom is set in a particular time frame, though. I mean, maybe that's just me missing something. It could be. Yeah, it could. Because it's set on Mars, you don't sort of have contemporary Earth things to go by. Yeah, it could be any exactly. any amount of time that we've got to Earth and col- have got to, sorry, got to Mars and colonized it. So it could be any time from sort of now to like a thousand years from now. Let me see, Doom 2016 setting. Yeah, I know the game was released in 2016. That doesn't help me. Yeah, it's not <laughs> set in 2016. No, we would have noticed a few of those. I no, we wouldn't have noticed on Mars, you know. Would we have noticed here? Really? True. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. That's a good point. Yeah. So that's the end of the news. 
There is yeah, no more news. I have a little bit of news, actually. I got an email from NVIDIA. Oh? Mm-hmm. My place is secure. My reservation to join the free GeForce Now PC and Mac beta is confirmed. All right. But I've not got it yet. They've confirmed that I'm on the list to join the beta perhaps in the future. Maybe. At some so, point. Yeah. So I'm very excited there. That's cool. it. That's, that's my news. Um, <laughs> so what have we all been playing then? Have have either of you two played anything that isn't Assassin's Creed this week? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. As you well know. <laughs> oh, that's true, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, but yeah, we'll let you go first. <laughs> You'll let me go first? We'll let you. We'll let you this week. Okay, well, I've been doing the rounds on a lot of games this week, actually. Uh, Breath of the Wild continues to permeate into my very soul. Uh, the Wild is still breathing? Yeah. Absolutely, it is. I I was finishing more shrines at five o'clock this morning. It's still going on, so that's the thing. Also, uh, the uh, Azure Gunvolt Heroes on Switch is also pretty cool. That's just a nice action platformer that makes noises like a migraine and is very Japanese. But um, yeah, I was going to say, it's just saying the title gives you a fucking migraine. It does. Yeah. It's one of those things, but it's great. Yeah. It's a lot of fun and lots of loud shooty things and very straightforward and simple um on the 3ds i dared to put majora's mask in uh i didn't entirely get into it straight away so i'm still sort of free of that but i know that i'm going to pick it up again probably in an hour or so and play it some more and then i'll be into it um and then of course you you sent that game round (laughs) i did and I I, i had a look at that last night as well uh yorkshire gubbins on on steam can I just just ask a quick question, Mike? Where is it you think that I live? Because um, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, because I live about two hundred miles from Yorkshire. Yeah, I live in Yorkshire. I'm he not good at distances. I live at the. I, but you know, like if you look at a picture of the of mainland England, the humpy sort of bum cheek bit. Oh, the arse, eh? the arse bit. Yeah, the edge of that. That's where I live. It's a long way away. There's only it's one small road in and out. It's quite yes. Okay. It's quite flat on the way. <laughs> it is weirdly but, flat. You know, it's, it's super flat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um it's uh yeah, so I'm you know, thank you so much for sending me the game, but uh, I will in, you know, play it and enjoy it cuz um it's a fun looking game, but um is is not a part of my culture. I will say, because I live a far away from it. Well, you live closer to it than I do. <laughs> you do. That's that's very true. I can't I can't disagree with you there. Uh, actually, I'm not 100% sure on that. I'd have to look that up just to make well, sure. It doesn't involve but getting a boat, to be that, fair. That is true. true. Or a plane, yeah. 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 I'm not a great swimmer. <laughs> or swimming, yeah. Or, or, or that is a rough sea to swim. A, a pedalo, an enthusiastic <laughs> friend to help. <laughs> there are lots of ways it could be done. But I would yeah. have to go via Scotland. That is the yeah, it's, yeah that's the closest point to us as getting to Scotland. So I, I did the tutorial, which I shouldn't have done because it was just how to play a point and click adventure. And to be honest, I, I'm good with that. Mm. Uh, and then level the first part was making a pie, and with special meat, with special meat. And I didn't get any further than that. I'm afraid yet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, this is a uh, Yorkshire Gubbins. It's a point and click event. It, we uh, we I it came to mind last week in sort of the the post show show that uh, listeners. Whenever uh, we end, 
the uh, recording. We we usually continue on talking. We do a sort of additional show. We record it. Uh, we have guests. It's actually edited. The production value is quite high. It's way better than never, the main part. We oh, never okay. we never fucking share it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never so, share it. Uh, last week was Tom Hanks. Uh, lovely man. Lovely man. Much more racist than I thought he was going to be. I was but surprised at that, actually. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so... I fucking I in the back of my mind there was this game that I'd heard about uh, set around Yorkshire and I ended up looking it up. It's called Yorkshire Gubbins. Uh, it's by a local uh, a local lass. It's an episodic game, episodic point and click. And I just wanted to you know dip my toe in the culture of Yorkshire. I wanted to learn a little bit more, and uh, turns out that. Yorkshire is on a day-to-day basis. You have to contend with robots, slug monsters, and uh, judging babies. Yeah, basically, that's that's about it. You have to judge babies an awful lot. So uh, terrifying, truly terrifying people. But I decided to share this with uh, with my two friends, one of whom uh, much more grateful than the others. But <laughs> they, um, you know, you know, no good genius. goes unpunished, as they say. Uh, but yeah, no, it's an episode. It turns out it's episodic. There's uh, the tutorial uh, verb school is yeah. avail- it says it's available for free online. You can play it in your browser. I tried to, but I couldn't actually get it to work properly <laughs> in browser for some reason. Um, I even turned off my ad block, which is, you know, that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but it, I couldn't get it to work, but it works fine in the game. Uh, there's a main episode and then there's a bonus episode, which is sort of a prequel. I don't know when the, um, I don't know when the next episodes are going to be, uh, but I very much enjoyed it. It's very short. I played the, the whole three thing, you know, the three episodes in like less than two hours, I think. Uh, but it's, it's it's a it's great fun and it's sort of in the credits it's basically done by one person it seems uh, a local developer Charlotte Gore which is a fucking great name yeah uh, Charlotte Gore I mean that's you know I'd want to marry her and take her name just for that I don't know what she's like at all but you know like uh, customer in the bank ones who's Mrs Death or DF you know D E apostrophe A T H but oh, you nice. know Mrs Death yes Mrs I Death. would pronounce it Death if that was my name. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. But yeah, um, I played it, very much enjoyed it. Um, I'd love to see what Alison thinks of it. I'm going to put it in front of her. I, she's very much aware of it. and Whether uh, or not she actually pushes buttons is up to her, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't make her. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's. I'll, I'll get her to have a look at it, certainly, because yeah. uh, it runs on the Mac, which is great. Oh yeah, it's, you know, it's a point like it will run on anything <laughs> pretty much yeah, except they, apparently fucking yeah oh that is a word i was wondering there's a lot of yorkshire words in it which you know i didn't get but yeah i i was i was quite alarmed when i clicked on a thing and it asked me whether i wanted to enter the ginnel oh yeah that that's a word well, not now. really <laughs> not really a word is it rich it, it is though and and depending on where you're from it's either a ginnel but i would have said ginnel Right, okay, this is the gif Jeff scenario. Yeah. Where um, one is more correct than the other. Yeah, <clears throat> um, but it's, again... What is this? It's a sort of passageway between two houses or whatever. 
Finale. It's like an alley. Yeah, yeah. it's an alley. Or or like- or indeed a snicket. Ugh. Gordon Bennett. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, say, you say people, you know, I'm going to just, expe- I'm exclusively, next time I'm just do. I'm just talking Cockney slang at you lot next time. I was going to say, look, you, you come from a people that made up a whole other language for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, no, it was a reason. It was to disguise what we were talking about from the police. Yeah, they, that didn't help. There you and go. then you borrowed an awful lot from uh, Polari, the gay. Polari, right? yeah, the, yeah. yeah. I made it, sorry. So yeah, crossover there. <laughs> Ginnell definitely is a word, and uh, wow. it's one of those that you don't bring up in this house because really, oh, well, yeah. how you pronounce it? Are you? Well, we okay. we have the West South Yorkshire divide going on here, and uh, while there might be fifty miles in it, that is enough. Oh, so could this game potentially cause a rift, depending on because uh, I don't know. It's it's set in a fictional Yorkshire village. Well, so I don't know, is it south or north? I don't know. To be fair, and it all changes from town to town as well and village to village and that sort of thing. And it's it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's like I have trouble buying bread cakes in this village. Bread cakes? Yeah, what the fuck is a bread cake? Well, there you go. There you go, you see? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And the man at the chip shop has asked me that question many times. Like, it's fucking bread cake. What? What? what how can I... Th- there's no other way to say what it is. That's what it is. It's bread. You cut it open. What's right. the cake I, bit about it? I put chips in it. And I was. I just. I. I went to Do type it into like Google there. Do you mean like a fucking bap or something? Well, there you go. Is it a bap? That, is it a bap? What do they call it here? I think they might call it a cob. Oh, oh yeah, that's a bap. It's just a bread. It's an Urban Dictionary, according to Urban Dictionary, which is always worrying when it's the first fucking entry. Uh, you you know, Google has searched through the OED, Merriam-Webster, every fucking thing in the best <laughs> it's come up with is fucking Urban Dictionary. A Yorkshire equivalent to bread rolls. Yeah, bread rolls is, you could have that as well. Okay. See, I, and I've got an article here on the Express. They've, they've. Oh, for, that doesn't I'm help. So, well, I know. A third option. No, sorry. A third option here is a Yorkshire alternative to a barm cake. The fuck is a barm cake? That I don't know. That's the Lancashire thing. B A R M. Yeah, the expressive yeah, have, uh, have included tea cake as well. That's not the same thing at all. That's not what that is. Tea cake is completely different. That's tea cakes are sweet. They have raisins in. Yeah, I was gonna say they, they you toast them. And yeah, butter them and eat them, I, I'm you not know. making a sandwich out of a tea cake. That's not no, happening. no. I was, oh god, I was happier. Ooh, what with if the you fucking made a, slug monsters? What if you put ice cream in a tea cake? Ew. What? How is that gross? I want, a, I want a hot tea cake. I yeah, don't want you could do that. You could it. get like a brick of ice you cream. You can deep fry ice cream. You can. Oh. You can deep fry ice cream. That, that might you shouldn't, be but you can. Interesting <laughs> things happening in our kitchen later. You just need some tea cakes and some ice cream. Yes. Yeah, so, as I say, it was a terrifying window into your culture. Yes. And I apologize for insult. I genuinely actually know that we've gone into this. I fucking apologize, Emma. For no, don't ever. Be silly, don't. no, I genuinely am sorry for ever insinuating that you were like these fuckers. Look, I can't talk. If I ever bring out Cockney Simulator, I'm, you know, it's, um, you know, I'm going to have to do a lot of apologising. Isn't that um, just GTA? I, I, GTA London. Yeah, I, yeah, true. That's that's it. Mm, yeah. I, I don't know. But I am, I am looking forward to uh, further, further episodes of it, especially since the, uh, the, the one thing I, you know, I think the one thing that maybe will. Uh, serve as sort of an apology and redeem me in Emma's eyes for no, I mean, to be honest, though, I should, is I the should achievements. 
Yeah, it's their achievements. Um, the achievements are great. Achievements yeah, I, I did have a look actually. Fantastic. Yeah, they're quite funny. I should actually quickly say up real quick. I'm not actually a Cockney technically. Um, I come from those people. Chuck is a Cockney. I'm not. To be a Cockney, you have to be born in a very specific area of oh, London. Oh, within the sound of all bells. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So Chuck was. I wasn't. Even though we were born that's like ten miles apart. So that is um, the saying. Yeah, if you're born within the sound of blue bells, you're a bells, uh, yeah. sticking, that- thieving chab. Chab. You know that's what it is. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I'm because everyone. T- I think everyone who. Like I have, I've run into this, and people seem to be syndicated to hear my accent and go, "Oh, she's a Cockney." I'm not. I just don't want to, you know. But uh, that is, uh, you know, a lot of my family are. But um, I it's was the same with me. Everyone who I talk to, everyone who I talk to, and simply syndicated thinks I'm a paramilitary. Are we allowed to laugh at Northern Ireland things yet? I don't know. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit worried. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, okay. you genuinely worried? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't know. It's not very recent. We've been fine yeah. for oh, twenty was- years. They, they, were, they were talking about super grasses on the news the other day. I was like, I haven't heard that since the 90s. Fucking hell, yeah. Now that's... Co- hey, Simpsons joke about it in a horribly inappropriate way, so why not? Because we weren't even... That wasn't even horribly inappropriate. Have you seen... I, right, I don't get offended by things because I don't ever want to be one of those arseholes. But I've seen jokes about the IRA on the Simpsons that have been like, guys, that's really fucked. America um, doesn't really get it. <laughs> no, they didn't. You know, really? There's that enough, there well, remember they had to separation. cut that bit out of TNG about Irish reunification, didn't they? They didn't show it here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that yeah. horrible episode of fucking TNG. But, yeah, but they was, cut that specific bit out of the episode. It wasn't broadcast here, was oh, it? Oh, did they? Because, yeah, it was t- deemed too sensitive, so they mm. cut that bit out. But there, were, there was something, I think it was, it was definitely, it was a joke on The Simpsons and it was something like a busload of people drives past and an Irish person says, ah, oh, in the old days we'd have been all over that. And it was, uh, <laughs> oof. Yeah, oof. Uh, I mean, it's no joke though. I mean, cause the, the MP for where I, where I grew up, um, it used it, well, until very recently he was a Northern Ireland secretary, and he as a, as a result of that, him and his family have security services protection for life. Oh yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very real shit. thing. It's still a serious thing, but you've got a lot. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, oh, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> I've never genuinely made someone nervous before. That's I've never brilliant. been genuinely made nervous before like that. This is no, quite. I, a- and you know what's you know what's irritating is that I it's the one attempt it's the one time where I wasn't doing it intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be a casual you know off the cuff. <laughs> I, oh, that's I, almost disappointing. Yeah, I've done it to other people again by accident, but not not had it happen. I've had the occasional Holocaust joke just fall flat. Some people just got no sense of humor. Uh, Where are we on a podcast anyway? I've said what I've been playing, and we talked yeah, about Yorkshire yeah, Gubbins. And- Yorkshire Gubbins, I finished off uh, the Assassin's Creed uh, DLC. Mm-hmm. So very much enjoyed it. Yes. Um, back, back to Egypt, and now we wait. <laughs> yes, yeah, I- pretty much. Although, yeah, I 100%ed, so all the achievements be done, all that. So, um I put it away and uh, yeah, like you say, I mean, it was one of those things of, I thought when I put it away, I'd be relieved, but I'm actually kind of sad because I want to play more of it. 
It is a great game, yeah. I am. Yeah. Uh, I I I haven't hundred percented the main game. I think I'm like altogether up at like ninety two percent completion. Uh, still have a bunch of side quests to do in the main game. I hundred percented uh, the DLC area, which I was yeah. irritated there wasn't an achievement More for. Yeah. That yeah. was like I was like you know just to fucking confirm to me that I had seen everything there was to see, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm confident that I got it a hundred percent. So. I'm it's still installed, so it's you know I may dip in here and there because it's so irritating that by completing the main quest, not intending to hundred percent it, I've gotten to the point where ninety three percent. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> yeah. If it yeah. had been eighty, I'd have been fine to walk away. Yeah, but you're you're just too close now. It's I'm just um yeah um. Yeah, I'm just so nearly there. Also, yeah. I did the uh, they had uh, the, one of the challenges, the Sobek challenge. Oh yeah, the gods thing. Yeah, the gods were yeah. The, basically, it's a time challenge where you can kill a you know you can go and fight a god. I was re- this is the first time that I've done it because it's the first time that I was high enough level to successfully do it. I thought I was really disappointed by how fucking easy it was. Right. I just shot him a bunch in the chest and then he died. Mm, yep it, i you know all the warnings you must be level 40 to do this this is an you know this is end game content i think i could have done this at level 30 yeah probably um yeah but uh i think that you know you just get a bit of armor for it don't you i think yeah. it's it, it it's fine i mean um one thing we didn't bring up in the in the meat of the the show is that you sent me that link <laughs> about that apparently they're going to do new game plus for this oh yes yes i didn't include yeah and i got i sent you a sad <laughs> sad gift yes. they have um, announced new game plus for assassin's creed origins is coming eventually at some point uh, 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 what what's um, new game plus but it's where you're allowed to play through the game again but with all your sort of high level gear uh, you play through the story again but you can absolutely fucking re- well it it depends on how you choose to play. You can either. It depends on as well how they choose to execute New Game Plus. If they decide, because I, I was thinking about this last night, and I was thinking because if there's not like an achievement for it or something like that, I'm not really <laughs> sure what appeal doing New Game Plus of the main story of Origins yeah. really holds yeah. because it's it's not a especially challenging main no. game. No, it is not. The only thing that attracted me to it was that I felt like the very beginning of the game, the very early game, basically sort of uh, in Siwa, your starting yeah. location. I felt like I sort of stumbled through that quite yeah, a lot you, the yeah, first time. That was because there was, like there was so much the game didn't tell me. Yeah. So I felt like I made a lot of mistakes in that early st- You know, nothing that affected the story or anything, you know, but I... Yeah, like, I mean, because all the time, like, the me and you wasted going and clearing faults and being really methodical and side quests ended up taking you there and the main story takes you there and yeah. we were doubling up a lot of our work, I think, both of us, sort of, for the for the first few hours of the game. And, yeah, and yeah like you, when I was... In, I felt sort of overwhelmed by it when I was in, C- you know, in SeaWorld and then you open up the main map and you go, fuck me, look at all... <laughs> yeah, look I was sort of... I was... Stuff. I was paying so much attention to trying to learn the mechanics that a lot of the story that was going on, I wasn't paying as much attention to. I was like, right, so what do I yeah. do now? What You want me to, okay, oh, okay, I'll do that now. Did I do that right? Oh, oh, fuck. Okay. So, yeah. By the time you got to Alexandria, you know, you're fine. You've got a handle on it. You've you got, know, yeah, but, you know, um, 
Yeah, but I mean, if if it's just a case of here's new game plus, keep all your gear, keep your level, you know, the 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 maximum the level of uh, the main quest sort of stops at like level thirty two, so you're going to yeah. be way over leveled for all of it. So I don't really see the point of like just going into these places, mowing through all the bosses and. You yeah. end up at this, you know, and exact same spot, you know. Spot. Yeah. So unless they do it like, okay, it's new game plus. It's on like nightmare difficulty. It's you know the the way that the mechanics have changed, or you know the bosses, you know the the targets are in different places, or um, you have to go and do something else before you can go and fight a boss or something like that. Then okay, I'm all right, maybe, but. Um, yeah, if it's just a case of new game plus, go and play the game again and just mow through yeah. everybody with your your cool weapons. That doesn't really hold a lot of appeal. So yeah. I'm 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 sort of waiting and seeing with that one a bit. So Ubisoft, you could go to all that effort to get and Emma to replay the game, or yeah. you could add a single achievement for completing the game on new new game plus and achieve the same result. Yeah. Because but make me yeah. much more sad about it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, increased my resentment level towards the game. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, yeah, aside from that, that's you know I I did that. I enjoyed. It. Did you did you catch the fucking Star Wars reference in the final fight? Um, the what in the main game or in in the the DLC? The DLC. It's over, Bayek. I have the high ground. Oh God, yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That did make me. Yeah, I was a little bit off. It did make me want to kill him more. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one good thing. But, but I mean, yeah. I, don't really need, I don't really need a lot of motivation to kill people in Assassin's Creed because I just, that's just I am my, curious. Default, and it's, it's unfortunately my yeah, default you, position. <laughs> um, after the show, we must share because I've, uh, yeah, 93% completion, 65 hours playtime. I've managed to, to score up 2,312 kills. So I'd love to oh, compare. Gosh. Because yeah, I, I, think to, I will look it up. Yeah. I must work out what my kill per minute was. <laughs> because it's funny, Assassin, this Assassin's Creed, I killed everyone. People I didn't need to kill. I slaughtered. I fucking reduced the population of Egypt by a fucking factor. And yet, we were talking about Hitman, how much I think you'd enjoy Hitman. I'm the complete opposite. Yeah, you want to kill the least amount of people possible. Kill the least you amount know, of the people. The targets, yeah. and that's it, you know. Yeah. So. But you can kill everyone if you want to. But it's just for some reason I was, you know, <laughs> just but for that's some not, reason. That's not the point of it, is it? The, the you know, Hitman is a is a is a is a, a challenge of doing that objective. Whereas yeah. Assassin's Creed has never said it, you know, unless it's yeah. sort of you know making you do it for the main mission constraints. It's never been a, a case of yeah. As yeah. long as anyone in the enemy uniform is fair game, essentially. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the only time the game got pissy with me is when I accidentally ran over some rando in a in a in a cha- chariot, and it was like the major didn't kill this people. Mate, it was in my way. What do you want me to do? I tried to swerve him. You know, it's not and my fault. This is um, this is the one that's sort of my last point on Assassin's Creed. Something I realised while I was playing this week. This, this week, I really like uh, Bayek as a ca- as a character, but. I saw some articles, you know, every time a new Assassin's Creed game comes out, there's an article ranking the, you know, the assassins from best to worst. Guess mm-hmm. who's in worst spot? Uh, <laughs> Bye-bye, Connor. <laughs> but one thing I realized playing this week, categorically, without any competition, Bayek just so happens to be the rudest assassin. Because yeah, up he's till the now, most direct. Well, no, up till now, the assassin from the very first game all the way through the Syndicate, 
one of the core elements of Assassin's Creed has been the ability to move through a crowd. Whenever there's a crowd of people and you walk through them slowly, your, your assassin will sort of weave his way through them, sort of put his hand on their shoulder, or slip, slip past them, uh, and just be very courteous. You know, it, it's cool tech to watch. They took that out of Assassin's Creed Origins. That's true. Bayek when you just bump into someone, people out the way. he will straight shove them out of his fucking way. Yep. So for some reason, <laughs> they did. They chose to take that out, which, you know, far enough, there aren't any big crowds in Assassin's Creed Origins ever like they were in the past games, but still just the choice to, you know, no, this guy doesn't give a fuck about your personal space. No, just get out of my way, bitch. Yep. But yeah, that, that's been me. I, I think I'm going to play a few more uh, point and click. <laughs> I might, I might give that, um, uh, what was it called? Uh, Thimbleweed Park game. Another. Yeah, give that another go. Yeah. Now that I've been, because uh, it's another sort of old school style point and click uh, in the, you know, same thread as Yorkshire Gubbins. But I was in a very bad mood last time I tried to play that. So I may give it another attempt. I am kind of waiting for that to appear on sale somewhere. It's on Switch, yeah, isn't it? I've, yeah. I've got a feeling it's going to go games with gold at some point as well. So I'm probably going to go sort of wait for that one, I think. Well, I think we're ha- we have a... Uh, I didn't put it in. There is a very short Steam seal coming up in February at like uh, the Steam Lunar Seal. I think it's to do with Chinese New Year, isn't it? Yeah, Chinese New Year, yeah. Uh, love Chinese New Year, by the way. Nothing better than some, you know, duck in with sauce and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Steam Lunar Seal 2018. See, and things like Thimbleweed Park uh, have just become unbuyable to, when you hear that limited run games are doing Switch games. Yeah. That's the That's other thing true. as well. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, you know, that is so the kind of thing that will come out on a cartridge, and then I want the cartridge. I'm trying to get True. to Limited Run Games Twitter, because they've actually been saying that they're close to announcing some Switch stuff. Right. Oh, they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I might give that another go. Yeah. I'm sort of like you, Mike. I'm sort of... Um, after having sort of played a, a big game, I'm sort of leaning towards playing some uh, some quick hitters. You know, yeah. see what I mean, just to kind of refresh the palate. So. Absolutely, I might finally play Life is Strange before the storm, the fucking free game that I got out of nowhere from yeah. Steam. Yeah, um, that's yeah. still sitting there. I, I still have installed because I'm terrified to uninstall it in case it fucking disappears. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Is that, um, I've played, oh, yeah. I, I, well, sorry, yeah, I've played, couple, did a couple of things. Um, so I started um, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, which I think it might have been a slight mistake because it's another enormous bloody collector fest. <laughs> I did um, consider, funny enough, I did consider installing uh, Lego Batman 2 mm-hmm. beyond Gotham, but then I thought, no, don't do that. <laughs> no, yeah. That'll I mean, be your life for a while. That is to say, I, I, I've made, I think I've made, made a boo boo having just finished a bloody enormous game, starting another bloody enormous game. Um, I might sort of park it for a little while and play some, uh, some sort of palette refreshing sort of, sort of smaller games. I've got like say a couple of things sort of that I've picked up on Games on Gold that been sitting there that I could just sort of knock off in a, in a session and. Uh, Especially yeah. since you're staring down the barrel of Far Cry Five. Yeah, that too. Um, so, um, but I think Far Cry Five is probably going to be 
I, I don't think I'll play it on release, to be honest, because, um, like I say, because of my almighty backlog and um, the way that Wolfenstein came down in price fast yeah, after quite, it quite released. Quite I, I, I think that it, it might be beneficial to wait like a month and mm. pick it up then um so the other thing as well after we spoke last week i sort of nagged chuck into watching a let's play of doki doki literature Club with me. <laughs> yes, um, because now i want to sort of real talk a second here because um on the steam thing about you know it warning people that this is you know a psychological horror game it's not for children it's not for people who have got serious triggers with depression and anxiety yeah. i want to kind of like I say, real talk with that a second because it's okay. something that I've dealt with and um, deal with still. And the de- depiction, yeah, yeah uh, it's. I had to kind of. I mean, one of the reasons why I nagged Chuck into watching it with me was that I personally would have needed that. I wouldn't have been comfortable watching that by myself and then taking that experience away and not talking to anyone about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to discourage people from either playing or watching a let's play of Doki Doki, but do not underestimate that warning. If yeah. you, um, it is an extremely accurate and real and visceral, you know, um, depiction of how depression affects people. And it is woven into a narrative and things like that. And there's reasons why this, these sort of things happen, but it's really real. And I wouldn't want people to, to listen to us like last week and me this week, encouraging people to, yes, definitely go and check this out because it's amazing. Um, and definitely check out, like you said last week, Mike, about the lore videos that mm-hmm. the Batpack Game Theory have put out. Incredible stuff. Um, it's, um, But I don't want people who... You are um, very right. Yeah, I think you're. Yeah, who are yeah. like me to take that? Just go. Oh yeah, whatever. It's going to be like some jump, fe- jump scare thing, like Outlast is or something like that. Um, I only felt comfortable watching that because I was in my safe environment with my support system, and I knew that if it got too much, I could bail, yeah. and I wasn't going to be um, sort of taking that experience away and and not talking about it and you know making it make myself unwell. So I think that if there's anybody out there who listens to me or listens to us and um, wants to sort of ask about the content of Doki Doki, um, mm-hmm. I encourage you to like, please tweet us, me, like Dal- at Dalek Elf is my Twitter handle, like DM me or and follow me and things like that. And if you want to ask questions about it and sort of talk about that, then uh, please do because um, it's, it's not to be taken lightly is all I would say about it. So Yeah, I would. Yeah, I agree with you. The uh, uh, as we sort of touched on last week, and I agree. I think we were a bit. Well, I was a bit blasé about it a bit too. No, I don't maybe, want to say that. No, no, no absolutely. No, no, absolutely. I'm not, not criticising you for that at all. But I just yeah, think no. that. Yeah, I agree. But the first, yeah, the wild Doki Doki gets gets surreal. As I said, it gets it gets very dark, and then it gets yeah. very surreal uh, after it gets dark. That initial uh, playthrough, your first playthrough, where you take everything at face value. Mm. my stomach genuinely got cold as things yeah. started to get more and more serious because yeah. like yourself, suicide and depression and anxiety have played, you know, more of a part in my life than I would like <laughs> them to yeah. have, which I think is true for, you know, obviously it's true for a lot of people who look at the statistics, Jesus. Uh, but uh, yeah, the first, the initial uh, lead up to the big, stomach churner moment it's very yeah it is very real it yeah it really does 
strike a lot of, you know, and this is almost to their credit, some startlingly accurate uh, depictions of unhealthy relationships and unhealthy, you know, uh, you know, dip, uh, a real painting of how depression feels for the sufferer. Yeah. And so uh, I think I did brush over that when I said that last week, and it was true for me, uh, that once it got surreal, because like I say, as soon as it gets dark, it there's a very quick shift to where things get weird. Yeah. For me, the weirdness helped counteract the darkness yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But still, for anyone who wasn't expecting that, that's a real... Uh, your sort of your feet can drop out from underneath you. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's kind of the, the 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 dichotomy with Doki Doki is that to get the full impact of it, you kind of want people to go in with knowing yeah. as little about it as as possible. You know, you, I was sort of saying to Chuck, they, there's no way they could do it, but it's almost a shame that it's labelled psychological horror that it's got a warning. You know, you, it would have been almost very irresponsible to, for them to do that. It would be incredibly irresponsible. They, but, but you can see the temptation to, to yeah, do it. Yeah, you can see the temptation. I'm so glad they didn't succumb yeah. to it because, like you say, it's. But you, you, I was going to say, I just don't want people to go, oh yeah, whatever, and just you know, it, I, I would, th- yeah. I would say that maybe if you're someone who has serious triggers around this, it might be you do what I did, maybe watch someone else play it where you're you are in control. You can turn it off. You could be in your safe space rather than have it with headphones, just you like intensely playing it yourself. Uh, maybe consider that as an option that, you know, if you want to sort of give it a try and experience it, experience it but you want to do it in a safe way, I would sort of just encourage people to and- just think carefully about it. And it, I think that it was remarkable that even though I watched a Let's Play with, you know, like a funny YouTuber playing it and yeah. that's also the that's, another thing I was, that's another thing I was going to say. Maybe if you're not sure about it, watching a let's play might be better yeah. than playing it yourself because I, you know, there's no way, you know, we're two different people. So it's no way of knowing how it would have affected us. Had we switched, you know, which had I watched places, the let's play yeah. and you actually played the played game. It. Yeah. We don't know, you know, how that would have compared, but there was a definite feeling of dread going forward of oh, having, God, yeah. having, even though there is very limited control, it's a very linear game. You do have very linear control, but just the the mere fact of being able to click to progress becomes daunting. Yeah, it does like you don't you want to click it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas um, when that's so, taken out of your control, maybe it's slightly less, you less. Know, on you. Yeah, but you can you can safely turn it off, and that's the end of it, sort of thing. But I think it's quite remarkable that even though I'd sort of watch it in that environment, you know, me and Chuck had talked about it, and I felt fine and all that sort of thing. I was still thinking about it when I went to bed the night after we finished watching the let's play of it and i think that it's an absolutely incredible game incredibly Mm. well written um yeah so if you are you know if you feel safe to watch it or you know you're you know unburdened by these uh be be by these things it's still um i would highly encourage people in a responsible way to experience this game in some way if it's safe for you yeah because it is astonishing it is really yeah it's impressive i heartily recommend the game grumps playthrough on <laughs> youtube yeah if you really want to take the edge off it which is certainly advisory it is an, it's an interesting thing uh, you know the subject of trigger warnings on games because i've played very few with them on it i mean honestly apart from doki doki the only one really it's not really a, a trigger warning but it, you know more of a disclaimer is the assassin's creed games Mm. which I do laugh at every succeeding game, seeing what they can add to that, because it began this. Oh, yeah, the, 
this game was made by a, a multicultural group of multi-faith people and now they just every game they add something you know new in i think the recent edition was uh of gender identities and sexual orientations even though that doesn't actually play any part in the game and we have an even number of cat and dog lovers and well, there, there were fewer dogs than i would have liked in that game there's always too few dogs. We just need. There are always too. Although those you, Egyptian you dogs need, are fucking Get yourself gorgeous. a 3DS and dogs and and just <laughs> have done with it. There you go. But yes, Doki Doki. Genuinely, you know the trigger. I don't know if there are. Are there? You know, I don't. I don't know of any games that would sort of use trigger warnings to sort of try I to build like, a reputation. Like, oh, careful going in here. You don't want to get. I whereas think this that, is like, genuine. Outlast yeah. has trigger warnings and stuff. I've I've got a feeling that when we watched a let's play of Outlast and Outlast Two, especially, I think had trigger warnings. But that was because Outlast Two was kind of. Uh, irritating just hurl gore and horrible shit at the screen to make people go and shit that isn't really, really going to affect people in any yeah. real way whereas doki doki you know that you feel it <laughs> you feel it uh but yes that's a, a very good point well raised thank doki you doki. yes doki doki yeah it's just it's just because literally literally like because i was when i was still thinking about it when i went to bed and i was like i, I want to kind of I feel the need like I want to talk about it and I know mm-hmm. we, we covered it last week, but uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But you know, I am, I'm so glad that I actually, you know, watched it. And if we were to rule out shit that we talked about in previous episodes, I mean, Rich, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have we been playing this week? What have you we know? been playing since bloody Christmas? Me and Mike. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's still playing Breath of the Wild. Exactly. He can play all he wants. Hey, but I, we, you know. I have progressed from like 30.57% complete to 31.29% complete over the last oh, few Bennett, weeks. I can't, I cannot I own a, stri- I can't own a Switch and that game. I will just never, <laughs> that would just be it for me. Just dig a grave for me, mate. That'd be it. So get a Switch, you know. You'd no. fucking love it. Fucking no. love it. Oh, you can play on the toilet. No, it, it's when your significant other calls up. Are you all right? Like, yeah. Why? I've been, you like, know what I've been you've doing been forty-five week? minutes. Oh, have I? <laughs> I've been doing something worse this week on the toilet. Oh, I've this been could reading go bad very wrong, very quickly. Yeah, I was going to say. Hold on. You know, using you know, reading something on your phone or playing a game. I've been reading an actual book on the toilet this week. A hard bound, bound copy of a book that fucking a, a, a beautifully bound and embossed book uh, that was uh, manufactured in like fucking the 1800s. Wow. And I've been reading the fucker on the toilet. Could, could you not get a new one? Damp bathroom. I know. It's Faust. Faust, I, I got a, a copy, a hardback copy of Faust from eBay. Right. My doctor recommended it to me. Is so. that a fast joke? I don't know. Or did I don't know either. Rec- I don't I, I, I don't, well, I don't know. I it. it might book. be. I don't know. <laughs> so far, this guy's sold his soul to the devil, and everything seems fine. So I might leave it there. It's working yeah, out all right say, that so seems like the end. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Okay, then. Well, I think that's our show for this week. Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you had a fun time and all of that stuff. Uh, if you want to hear the ad-free version of the show, I, I realize it's a bit late for this one now, but if going forward you would like <laughs> to do that, then you can sign up at simplysyndicated.com slash everything and get access to our premium ad-free podcast feed, which is just for Simply Everything subscribers, along with all the other content on there. I've just started re-releasing uh, uh, more episodes of Remote Patrol Trust No One about the X-Files. That's all on there. 
so you can go and get that thank you to everybody that supports us on there and thank you to everyone who supports us on patreon at patreon.com slash simply syndicated you're all awesome uh also please remember retweet us share our posts and we'd really appreciate any itunes podcast reviews you could give us or anything like that basically just help us out spread the word of this show and let more people listen that would be cool so without further ado we'll be back next week with more stuff see you later bye all right ready for the post show bring on the midgets i want to make god cry (laughs) 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 Uh, fun fun fun